0: your support we can help the fight to lacrosse out cancer
1: the
0: story, you me? don't miss us check it out at ColoradoMammoth.com.
2: nick backridge here from sus Buick gmc we know you can buy a car or truck anywhere we all pay the same price for new vehicles but at sus Buick gmc the difference is the people no loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees at sus we don't have any fees just the price plus tax that's it those are the numbers Sus Buick GMC selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. Mile High Jewelers has an amazing selection in custom-made rings,
3: chains, watches, nameplates, bracelets, and pendants. Shop with the leaders in custom jewelry. Mile High Jewelers. If you can dream it, this Colorado-based company can make it. They also specialize in jewelry and watch repair. And Mile High Jewelers is where your hometown professional athletes shop. Find them in three convenient locations. In the highlands across from Mile High Stadium, Aurora Mall, and Citadel Mall in Colorado Springs. Follow them on Instagram at Jewelers @milehighjewelers, and
4: MileHighJewelers.com. KKSE, Parker, Denver, Home of the Nuggets, Home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of
6: all Ages at the ones and twos for the Vic Lombardi Show. The hardest working man in Denver makes some noise for Jesse Trujillo. on the wing. The man whose last name is impossible to pronounce,
5: Marty O. Oh. Oh. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson, and in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right. Thinks he's always right. James Manchester-Merelett. And the man in the middle. He's a small man. But he's a good doctor.
6: A turning at flaw. Makes some noise. Everybody up on your feet. No one's sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Vic Lombardi. Yeah! Leans in. Takes a tough three. Missed it. And there's the horn. Well, the Denver Nuggets played a hell of a game, folks. But the second game of a back-to-back, they completely run out of gas in the fourth quarter. And they lose a tough one here in Toronto by a final of 114-110. to 110.
7: Well, that was awful. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. And welcome back, James Manchester, Maryland.
8: Thank you, thank you. What a great way to start. Well, that was awful. Thanks. That's that's really getting me in the spirit of things. That's your kind of start. I don't know. Yeah. You know, maybe we should go with this. Hold on a second. This, this is the start I should have gone with if this allows me. It's gloomy and crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. Is that how you felt knowing you'd have to deal with me today? No,
7: I was just, you know, watching the game last night and having hope and all of a sudden that hope evaporates in a span of eight minutes. It's just, I'm wearing it and I told myself I would never wear it, right? You don't yeah. want to wear it. Yeah. Hi, uh, HW. How are you doing?
8: Yeah, I've had a rough couple days with you. Uh, I'm going to let you and Manchester hang out, uh, Nuggets. Now two back in the lost column in the West. Dan Tanner, Marty O back there, uh,
7: running the Listen, you said it right there. Two back. Now, you know how I work with this stuff. I'm practical, logical, and rational. The chances of the Nuggets finishing the season seven and zero are not good. But if they finish seven and no, two of those seven are against a team that are two up in the loss column. Correct. They still, after all of this ill-fated road trip, they still control their own fate,
8: believe it or not. Mm -hmm. They do, and for months we've been saying two different things on this show. Uh, One, the Avs need to get to 96 points. They're at 90. I'm not sure that's enough, but we'll see. And we've been saying the Nuggets need to get to 47 wins. They can still get to 47 wins. They just have to go 7-0 and down the stretch. And 47 wins will get them in the postseason. I think we had the right number. Yeah,
7: I think you're right. I'm I not sure it, we have the right, the right number on the abs. I think it's going to be 98 for the Avs. But we do have the right number yeah. on the Nuggets. Yeah. Um Again, they have to play the T-Wolves twice down the stretch in these next seven. I just can't help, because I'm a dweller. That's what I do. I just can't help but dwell on the games they should have won, which would put them in a tie. With Minnesota. I mean, last night's game, listen, Toronto is, there's a reason. They're 31-7 and 7 at home, okay? You right. can't expect to win that game. I didn't expect the Nuggets to win that game. I didn't. At Philly, tough place to play. I didn't expect to win that game. I did in Memphis. I did in Miami. Mm-hmm. Those are two more wins,
8: take off two losses, and there you are. Yeah, but don't you think with this team, if you gave them the games they should have won, don't you have to take away the games they had no business winning? At well, I... Cleveland, at Golden State, at I mean, Portland. At Portland. That's the Jekyll and Hyde nature of this team. So I, I, I think it's cake and eat it, too, to say, well, they should have won these games. They should have beat Phoenix at home. They should have beat... Sacramento, they should have beat Dallas. Well, yeah, they should have, but then you got to take away the ones they shouldn't have lost, and they're in the same spot. You can certainly make that case. That's fair. You can make that case.
7: Meanwhile, the Avs watching, scoreboard watching, with the rest of us last night. Stupid St. Louis. Mm. Blues win. They move a point ahead of the Avs in the standings. The Avalanche currently on the outside looking in. Today, as of right now, before they play Philly tonight. We will have tickets available for that game, by the way, on this show. Game but, in hand, right? But game in hand on Anaheim, who lost Yeah. last night. Late. Last night lost to
0: Vancouver, who that sucks. That was a gift. That was a big gift.
7: Late. That, last was, night that was a gift. Was
8: sleeping. Yes. So good on that. Bad on St. Louis. So I left town. The Abs were in the playoffs. I come back, they're out. I left town. The Nuggets were sitting, what, 10th? Yeah, I and come they're, back. They're still tenth. Yeah. so that is not a lot has changed. No. Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure I'm up to speed. Anything else I missed? Big Bronco free agent signings. Yeah, Jared Valdir. Really? You is were it, you were in Arizona. Is it 2011? You were that in Arizona. Been a big signing in 2011. Did you not hear about Jared Valdir while you were there? Fantastic. We news. spent the last couple of days predicting the Broncos' O line, and we nailed it. We predicted it on Monday, and then your guy VJ told us on Tuesday that we were exactly right. Well, it's not that hard to predict, is it? Well, let's hear your prediction. Well, you got Paradis in the middle. Yeah. Ron Leary. Uh, you got Meathead. You got Bowles out left. Yep. You got Valdear, the new guy, over on the right tackle. And this is the tough one that I yeah. vouch for. And then it's going to be Connor McGovern. Yeah. Until How did I do, uh, Got it ready. I've been good. sitting at a pool for yeah. five days, and until, I nailed that one. Until
7: they draft Quentin Nelson, and that'll change it all. Oh my God, Quentin Nelson will be
8: your starting right that'll guard. That'll be exciting. He but, doesn't think they need see, to go offensive skill. At five. No, they don't.
7: They, you see, again, I'm. I, I can argue this all morning. You guys are all about show me the shiny stuff.
8: Let's get crazy. I'm all about give me somebody
7: who's going to start twelve years.
8: Can you show me the last time a guard was taken in the top five? I don't care. Work That's what I told you. I, I don't, care. You you don't, don't care. You don't. You no. don't. You don't care that hey, let's look at history Uh and see that this never pans out. No. Okay, right. I I look at the position and where they need, and they
7: need that position filled. Now, it doesn't have to be at 5. They can move back. That's what they're going to do. They can move back to 8 or 9 and do it. They can do exactly that. That doesn't bother me either. But get it done. Uh, By the way, on the show today, double dip of coaches. Jared Bednar at 7.30. Michael Malone at 8.30. Adam Morris at nine. Is that correct? Mhm. So if you have any questions for Bedsy, feel free, 30933. Any questions for Michael Malone? Boy, he went, he went off last night after the game. I don't know if you saw his post, post game comments. He didn't, uh, he didn't sit back. Put it that way. We'll hear more of that right now. Big news right now. What are the headlines?
4: The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? <laughs> Big news right now.
7: Well, same deal as in Philly. Build a lead, lose a lead. The Nuggets are up eight early in the fourth quarter last night in Toronto, only to lose 114-110.
9: Michael Malone after the game. Uh, I'm preaching every possession matters. Uh, We have way too many plays where we're not playing with the right sense of urgency. Uh, We close out to shooters with our hands down. We foul jump shooters, four-point play. The shot goes up. We ball watch. The offensive rebound. We have seven games to go. Every damn play matters. And right now we're not playing like every play matters. Uh, We're playing like we have 30 games to go in the season. And uh, I cannot explain that.
8: That's unfortunate. I can You don't turn it on. You know Mm. what? They played the same way when they did have 30 games Mm. left in the season. You can't flip a switch. You are who you are. you got to be tough, and they weren't tough in the most important part
7: of that game in the fourth quarter last night. Meanwhile, the uh, Clippers beat Milwaukee 105-98, so the Nuggets are now behind the Clippers in the 10th spot Western Conference.
0: The Bucs waved the white flag on a night where everybody needed to lose for the Clippers. That happened, and tonight the Clippers take advantage. The buzzer sounds 105-98. to
7: Perhaps that's what irks me more than anything, the fact the Clippers are ahead of the Nuggets in the standings, the fact the Jazz are ahead of the Nuggets in the standings. Two teams that weren't supposed to be there are there. On the hockey side... Man, the Ads could have used a Sharks win. No. Thanks for nothing, Sharks. The Blues beat the Sharks in overtime, and the Ads fall a point out of the playoffs.
6: Now on the face-off, Sabotka the in the circle. He's all over it. Back to the goal. He gets in front. To Tennessee.
7: Frickin' unbelievable is right. I I have a feeling, and I said this before, that final game of the season at home against St. Louis is going to be a playoff game. That essentially is an an extra playoff game on the schedule. I believe the winner of that game will gain entry to the postseason, so prepare for it. Avalanche have a huge game tonight against Philly. The next two at home, Philly, Chicago, both of them big. Two points in each game necessary. What do you say, Bedsy?
10: This time of the year, the most important thing is your best players have to be your best players. you got to be getting elite league goaltending, um, and the other guys got to chip in and do their job and, and know their role. And, and, and the
2: importance of the game certainly helps at, at this point in the year. The guys know what's on the line. They've worked so
7: hard for it for so long. We will talk to Coach Bednar at the bottom of the hour. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you want to talk about a role, you missed that one yesterday. Went off about the tiebreaker in hockey. Row, row, yeah, and why that even exists. But whatever, we'll re- discuss
8: regulation wins. He did like a twelve-minute fired-up finale. It was impressive. He had a
7: meltdown oh. over row. Yeah, it's stupid. I mean, feasibly, think about this for a second. Your team can finish with more wins than another team, but because that other team beat you in the row category, that team would win the tiebreaker.
8: Help me understand that. That's the way the rules are written. Yes. No, I'm just telling you. That's how you understand it. That's Everybody knew the rules going in. It's stupid. I didn't know about Roe. Well, stupid. I guarantee you the abs did. I got a lecture about Roe yesterday. Was-
7: oh, this has nothing to do with the abs, mind you, because the abs are actually in a good position in Roe. I'm talking about just the rule in general. It's stupid.
8: Well, at least it's not like the NFL. They're not changing the rule at the end of the year. What do you mean? You didn't hear that, that the... NFL decided to officiate the playoff games in the Super Bowl different with the catch rule. Oh, that,
7: that was very obvious in the Super Bowl. No there doubt. Two catches in the Super Bowl that would have been overturned in the regular season. But
8: hey, we're going to change the rules now yeah. and not tell anyone. That Speaking seems a little
7: bogus. of rules in the National Football League, I've got something for you next in my piping hot takes. A rule that is impossible, and I've said it before, impossible to legislate. What are you doing, NFL? Welcome back, Manchester. You got the Vic Lombardi show. That's stupid. Sorry, hockey.
4: You're stupid. Yeah, I'm not a
7: big fan I'm of ta- this. I'm road talking thing. directly to you, hockey. You're stupid.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, crackman and Harris. Coming up Wednesday, crackman and
11: Harris. We will look back on the Nuggets trip north of the border. How did they do against the Toronto Velociraptors? Plus, Colorado State new head coach on the basketball side, Nico Medved, to preview the Final Four and talk about that Rams program. Tune
4: in Wednesday, crackman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950.
0: Unbelievable. Hey, it's Mark Mosier and Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th is having a huge red tag sale and has incredibly low prices on Nissan trucks. It's almost as if they're just giving them away. I got a brand new Titan and you should too. Get great deals like the 2017 Titan SV 4x4 for 13500 off MSRP. That is unbelievable. Larry H. Miller, on 104th, driven by you. 2017 Titan SV 4x4 stock number HN 522865,
12: MSRP 45,675, thirteen five hundred off MSRP, forty seven fifty discount, eighty seven fifteen cents, expires 3-31-2018.
13: Remember to click or call eight one one before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging.
14: Thanks 811 for helping me plant my new garden.
13: I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks 811.
14: Our new swing set is really being enjoyed. Thanks 811.
13: The service is free and easy and within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Underground utility lines such as water, electric, natural gas, and cable TV are everywhere. Having them marked before you dig can prevent injuries or potential fines. Make it really easy. Download the free 811 app. The app allows you to enter your address, select the work you'll be doing, and submit your locate request in one quick and easy step. Click or call 811 before you dig and visit Colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station.
15: First you have the crash then the doctor's visits, then the pain, medications, limitations, and then comes the fight with the insurance company. How do you get on an even playing field? Use the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. For over 25 years, we've represented injured people. Based on our experience, we've formulated an injury legal game plan, a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you.
14: Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche look for a win at home against the Philadelphia Flyers. Watch tonight with pregame at 7 p.m. and puck drop at 8 o'clock. Check us out on the web at altitudesports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Avalanche players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home Colorado Avalanche.
12: The best live entertainment is at Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. In concert April 12th, Rock Icon's Blue Oyster Cult. Tickets and info at Buffalo Where's the fun?
0: At Buffalo Thunder.
16: Where's the fun? At Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. April 21st, come to the Santa Fe Beer and Food Festival, featuring brews from around the world and New Mexico's finest food. Tickets at Buffalo ThunderResort.com.
13: Where's the fun? At Buffalo Thunder. A lot can happen in 50 years. First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed Halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs. To a new class of mile-high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun because the moments and memories have only just begun.
16: The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union.
4: altitude, 950
18: traffic update. Slow traffic, southbound I-25. Starting around 120th Avenue, your traffic is really jammed up because of a crash clearing off the left two lanes approaching the Thornton Parkway. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. To the south, there's an accident reported on northbound I-25 at Toma Road. And if you're in the Parker area, you see smoke, grass fire burning in the area near Parker Road, south of E-470. Every child is full of potential, but poverty will steal that potential from a child. You can change that when you become a Compassion sponsor. Go to Compassion.com slash radio to sponsor a child now. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
7: Head Coach Jared Bednar coming up here in about uh, 13 minutes. We'll talk to, uh, the Avs head coach at 7.30 and the Nuggets head coach, Michael Malone at 8.30. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi show. A lot to get to this morning. A lot of takes. A lot of big hot takes. These happen to be our piping hot takes.
4: I am the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station and the Vic Lombardi show present piping hot takes. <laughs> Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital, top five percent in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's this hot take.
7: So the owners' meetings in Orlando, I don't know if you guys saw this. Rules change is coming. We all expected a rules change with the catch. You know, we all knew this was going to happen. That passed unanimously. Thirty two nothing. How they define a catch moving forward. I still think it's it's gonna cause some debate, whatever. But then another rule that passed yesterday. Unexpected rule, to be honest. I had no idea that this was coming. Uh, according to the headlines, the NFL owners passed a rule that will expand penalties for contact involving the helmet. The NFL, again, trying to legislate the helmet out of the game. They will penalize, eject, fine, suspend any and all players for leading with their helmets. Last I checked, guys, the helmet is attached to the head. And last I checked, when a human springs forward toward another human in a prone position, the lead object is usually the head. The head will always make contact with the other body. The head is always there for a reason. It's the first to make contact. What do you want them to do? Lead with their knees? Their elbows? Do you want flying drop kicks in football? Don't be stupid. You cannot, and I've said this before, cannot legislate the violence out of professional football. It's impossible. This game was built on gratuitous and non-gratuitous violence. It's there for a reason. We like it. Accidents happen. Injuries happen. Helmet to helmet hits, they happen. So now what are you going to do if you're a tackler? Alright, you're a, you're a small corner and you're told not to go after Gronk's head. You're gonna go low on Gronk, right? You're gonna lead with your head. You're gonna try to take out his knees. Gronk, meanwhile, is gonna go low as well. He wants the leverage. He wants to take you out. The end result is helmet to helmet contact. Who gets penalized for that? Is it the DB who goes low or the tight end who goes low? Are they both ejected? Are they both fined? This is stupid. It's silly you will never be able to remove helmet-to-helmet. The only way to remove helmet-to-helmet from the game is to remove the helmet.
1: Next hot take.
7: It's
8: HW's Hot Take. Seems like like it's been a lot of what-ifs with the Denver Nuggets lately. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if Gary Harris doesn't get hurt? What happens on this seven-game road trip? Right now, the Nuggets currently sitting at two and four after another... Heartbreaking loss last night. No other way to put it. Two nights in a row they've been the better team early. Two nights in a row they have fallen apart late, and that is the theme of the season for the Denver Nuggets. What if? What if they don't blow that lead in Utah in the season opener? What if they don't lose to the Knicks on October 30th? What if Paul Millsap doesn't get hurt in L.A. on a night where everyone gets ejected and they lose by 18? What if they don't go down to Dallas and lose in December? What if they win that game in Indiana that went to OT? What about those two against Minnesota that broke our hearts? What if? Well, the Avs tonight, they're healthy. Don't make it any what ifs. It's Philadelphia. It's a late game. It's at home. And we've said it all along. You have to seize these two points tonight. I don't care what the nickname of the line is. I don't. That's a shtick on the show. I care about them freaking winning the game tonight and their stars showing up. There is no what-ifs with the Avs right now. Their stars are all playing. There's no Gary Harris who has to sit out tonight. Nathan McKinnon gave Landis Miko Rantanen. The pressure is on you tonight. Your shoulders at Pepsi Center. Pull through. No what-ifs with this team. Too many what-ifs with the Nuggets. I don't want to see any what-ifs with the Avs when we talk 24 hours from now. The Avs do
7: have a huge advantage over Anaheim in the Row Department. More on that a little bit later.
8: Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Fellas, I, uh, I went to Arizona and, and guess what? I you wore your black, uh, your fancy black shorts. I, did, your flip I, took flops stolen. I took them. I took them. I didn't wear them. Just, no. No. Which was nice. But I discovered that I was right about something. Hmm. Shocker. Spring training is an absolute joke and a waste of time. Wow. Now, I get it. We had fun. We sat out in the lawn and watched the game and I didn't know half the players on the field and didn't care about the outcome, and you know it was, it was a Rockies game it was cool. or a random spring. Went to a Rockies okay. game, but the purpose of the game there wasn't any. Like, what happened in spring training for the Rockies that we didn't know when pitchers and catchers reported? What's the big development? What changed? What was new? What John was, John Gray developed a secondary pitch, and he just developed that during spring training. No, nothing. The opening day roster set, ready to go. The is set, ready to go. We all could have predicted it on February 15th. They went down there. at Shangri-La. They hang out. They don't accomplish anything. Fortunately, nobody got hurt this year like Ian Desmond did last season when he got plunked on the hand and never quite recovered. It's an absolute waste of time. It's all to sell $9 beers and $6 watered-down lemonades and $8 hot dogs, which I understand... I understand the business part of it, but this isn't 1934 anymore. Babe Ruth isn't trying to work off the beer and the hot dogs from the offseason. It's a waste of time. The Rockies should be ahead of the curve and train at altitude so they're prepared for it when they come back here. Instead of going down there, playing golf, sitting by the pool, and drinking pina coladas. So you want to legislate the fun out of the game? No, I want them to use the time before the season, to actually prepare for the season and make themselves ready to go and ready to compete. So where do you want the Toronto Blue Jays to work out season? I don't the season? care. I don't care. I'm not a Blue Jays fan. I could care less. But I'm sitting in the you stands. Couldn't care, couldn't care less. Actually, I'm, I'm sitting on the lawn. I couldn't care less. I'm sitting on the lawn, enjoying myself, kind of getting crowded by people, but that's a whole nother story of just the etiquette. <laughs> Crap. Of like, uh, they're invading me. my personal we're, space. he me. No, a guy comes down and he says, uh, he's taking them. I'm like, Crap. yeah, but it's my wife and kids. They just went up to get something. That's the cue of don't yeah. sit here. Would he lay a blanket next yeah, to you? Yeah, and he just sat there. I'm no, like, no. what are you doing? Kick this him. This isn't going to work. You kick him. Well, we had some interaction. Maybe he wanted to see your fancy black oh, shirt. There, there's no interaction. <laughs> you kick, you kick him. <laughs> Fine. Spring training is a waste of time. It's fun, but it's a waste of time. That was my hot take. Mm-hmm. I went to Arizona and discovered I was right, which I knew would shock. Both of you.
7: All right. Uh, I know we got Bedsy coming up shortly, so I'll read a couple texts in reaction to our piping hot takes. Uh Kevin on the text line says, Vic, you're actually showing you never learned how to tackle at a high level. With proper tackling technique, your head should never make contact. couple things, couple flaws in that statement, Kevin, and I appreciate you texting the show. I, I learned how to tackle at a high level. What, what do you mean? I never played professional football? No, I haven't. Have you watched professional football? How many of them use proper tackling technique? What would you say the percentage of tackles made in the NFL are proper tackling technique? Anyone care to throw a number out there? What, 10%? They all lead with their head. And it starts in the peewee game. Give me a break, man. Do you watch? They all lead with their head. Well, you can't suddenly change that overnight. You can't. Well, so they should do nothing? Well, doing this will... Think about the chaos. Just think about it. You you play one NFL game next year with this rule. You'll never finish the game. Oh, that's hyperbole. Okay, okay. Give me an example where a player, offense or defense, doesn't... Like, I'll break down a play. First play of the season. Off tackle, run to the left. Ball is snapped. Center is leading with his head toward the opposition.
8: No, he's not. He's not engaging initially with his head. He's engaging with his hand. Okay, full. Their back. heads
7: may hit. Fullback is blocking for running back, looking for a linebacker. Linebacker sets his feet to take on the block. Linebacker goes at the fullback. Fullback leads with what? His feet? What's he leading with? His waist? He doesn't His lead, jock? He
8: doesn't have to lead with the crown oh,
7: of his. head. on. Side. I mean, you know every play you see in an NFL game, you lead with your
8: head. you got to have the rules start somewhere. Now well, we'll have college kids who are used to dealing with this. If we had high school kids who were used to dealing with it, they can perhaps legislate it out. Of well, see, game. you're out to save the game.
7: I think the game is fine. You sign up to play football. You sign up. But there's a certain risk fine. involved. Vince, tell, I think the game is fine.
8: Tell former players who knew exactly what they were doing and exactly what they signed up for to stop suing the league well, for 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 post career uh, suffering that they knew was coming. They knew it was coming, but now they're suing the league. So tell them to stop doing that. You want me to call them out? Yeah. You want me to call, hey, stop suing the league so we can watch football?
7: You want me to say that? Now we're good. Everybody wants to make money. You know the source of this. You know exactly what this is. Everybody wants a piece of that NFL pie. That's why those lawsuits are taking place. And they don't feel they're getting their rightful share of that pie.
8: No, it's people who had machismo when they were playing, mm-hmm. didn't save their money, now they're having financial problems, and they're looking for someone to bail out, bail them out of their mistakes. That's what's going on. I got
7: a neighbor who's into motorcycles, and he does motorcycle racing, jumping up in these things. I said, why do you do that? I love it. But you're hurt every week. You're breaking a shoulder. You're breaking a leg. Yeah, I know, but I
8: love it. He knows what he signed up for. Exactly.
0: He knows what he's doing. Exactly. Nobody's
8: forcing him to do the motorcycle jumpy thing. And I got no problem with that, but don't sue someone when you're 50 and can't walk. That's my point.
7: You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Jared Bednar coming up.
4: Here's what's in play on Altitude
19: 950. The stars of rodeo return to Denver for Rodeo All-Star Weekend April 13th through the 14th at the National Western Complex. Rodeo and country music collide at the All-Star Concert featuring country music sensation Ashley McBride. For tickets, visit rodeoallstar.com or any King Super's location. Great coaches are leaders who
0: fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change. One that will improve your financial future hey it's Mark Moser for my friends at American financing this is the mortgage team of salary- based consultants the team that's Colorado family owned and here's what you're going to get from them competitive interest rates one-on-one guidance and customized loan programs it's coaching that is specific to your needs resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate shorten your term even save you up to a thousand dollars a month and it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals including paying off high interest debt I'm talking about a 10 minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as ten days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303 7000 That's 303 7000 or Americanfinancing.net. An MLS
18: 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
0: It's
20: tax season. There's plenty of ways I could blow my tax return. I could buy the biggest TV I can find, take a limo ride to the fanciest restaurant in town, maybe a trip to the casino and put it all on black. Or I can make the right decision and take it to Grand Valley Auto. Because tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto. Grand Valley Auto. They've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing tax time deals. 17 years reputable experience. A full service department. And a free oil change just for stopping by if you mention this ad. Tax time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth in Lakewood. GVA Lakewood.com.
21: Oil change is good for up to five quarts. Kevin Flush here from Flush Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney, and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886. 303-806-8886. Or FleshLawFirm.com.
12: Finding a great happy hour is as easy as one, two, three. At all three Lodos Bar and Grill locations. With one dollar off beer. Two dollars off spirits and house wine. And three dollars off appetizers. Monday through Saturday starting at three. Lodos Bar and Grill also has a great weekend brunch with three dollar Mimosas, plus, live DJs and weekly entertainment. Good things come in threes like Lodo's Bar & Grill, Denver, Westminster, and Highlands Ranch. Loto's Bar & Grill, we'll see you there. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's Way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a
22: better donut. It's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. Not just any old job, I mean real opportunity to train for a relevant, in-demand career right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watch games. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now and make that appointment. And get that career in under a year. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070.
4: The altitude nine fifty traffic update.
18: We are still seeing slow traffic behind an earlier crash south on I-25 approaching the Thornton Parkway that backed up traffic to 136th Avenue. All lanes are clear with that though now. Traffic is brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Still slowing, sluggish north on I-25 approaching Toma Road, that from an earlier accident when danger is imminent. Will you be prepared? Now many mobile devices can bring you critical information from local sources you trust. Learn more at ready.gov slash alerts. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Here comes
0: the captain. He can win the game right now. Picks it up at center ice. Slowly into the Vegas zone, cuts it down the right wing. Heads through the circle, into the slot, shoots and scores! Game! Land Wins it on his shootout! to improve to 90, almighty Odin, the Viking has spoken, and the Ads won it in a shootout.
7: That was playoff intensity at Pepsi Center. Every game from here on out is going to have that kind of playoff intensity. Just take a look at the standings. Let's welcome in the head coach of your Colorado Avalanche, Jared Bednar, whose team is set to play the Philly Flyers tonight at Pepsi. Coach, how are you?
10: I'm doing good. How are you?
7: Well, um, we're, we're intense. Uh, you heard from the voice, you heard Mark Moser there and nobody more intense than Moj. This is fun times, fun times and scary times. How, how do you deal with it, by the way? How do you deal with every waking hour when you're watching teams like St. Louis pick up a point? You're watching teams like Anaheim. You're watching other teams. You're coaching your own team. How do you deal with it on a daily basis?
10: Yeah, well, I think, you know, it's been going on for so long now. Like, I feel like we've been playing playoff hockey and been in this fight for close to a month now. So games start dwindling away and it's, it's easy to get caught up in the emotion of it. But, um, our, our main thing is we're trying to focus on, on what we're doing. And I, I think that sometimes it can be wasted energy watching everyone else play and, and, uh, you kind of need a break from it. So when you, you focus on your game, you focus on the process, your habits, you know, winning your hockey games and taking care of your own business and then, you know, it's hard not to look at the standings at night but I kind of feel like it just puts you on another little bit of a roller coaster ride like the other night we win against Las Vegas, we're feeling good about ourselves and um, to, to kind of put what everyone else is doing aside and just focus on on going into Vegas the next game and, and making sure that we try and get our two points is the most important thing. Because if you start watching wins and losses around the uh, around the league, it can get distracting. It's hard not to do that this time of the year, but you got to try and turn it off just a little bit when on your off nights and, and just get refocused for for your next game and, and try to keep moving on because. You know, under two weeks ago here, it's gonna be some, some fun hockey. I think our guys are really enjoying it. They're enjoying coming to the rink. They're working hard, playing hard. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens tonight. We've got another tough team coming in here tonight in Philly and hopefully we can get the same result we did the other night here at Against Vegas.
7: And, and you know, Philly still, I believe, has something to play for in playoff positioning. And You got a couple teams down the stretch that are just as hungry as you are. And, and you're right, that's what adds to the intensity. That's what makes it fun. Uh, you got Chicago Friday who has very little to play for, but tonight 's game is different do you, you treat it differently or treat everyone the same
10: Well, all the same, yeah, again, you know we got to focus on us, you know we're looking at the other team trying to find. Uh, ways we can expose and We know what the strengths and weaknesses are And then the focus shifts back To us in our game and making sure that We're as airtight as we can Possibly be for 60 minutes And, and playing with the right uh, With the right emotion and intensity and, and, and managing the puck Properly and we've done a decent Job of it I think the the Vegas game The other night got away from us a little bit We were playing uh we had a really good first period and and out chanced them and i thought flurry came up uh big for him. and then uh the special teams were the difference they were able to get two on uh yeah. on their power play and we went oh for three so it was uh you know a little bit of a rough night as far as that goes and then a little in the third period um got away from the, our game a little bit and started trying to do too much and you know, it's, it's understandable this time of the year with a young group. We we come we come out for the third and and uh, get away from what makes us successful, moving the puck to our first available option. We start skating into trouble and and uh trying to do too much we start turning the puck over and it came back on us a handful of times so we'll we'll show our guys and make the adjustments and get ready to go here again tonight but we've been a confident group at home so we're so we feel good about coming into tonight's game we got two games at home here and uh you know, we're holding the game in hand on a couple of teams that we're fighting with here now, so we gotta make sure we're winning this game tonight.
7: You're right, you do have a game in hand on Anaheim, who lost last night in Vancouver. But back to that, that, that game in Vegas, cause you're, you're exactly right. You're, you're sort of winning possession. You, you've got the momentum. You, EJ just scored. It's tied up, one apiece. And then everything changes on that double minor. Uh, Joe's got a stick in there. How do you, was that an accident? How do you prevent stuff like that happening to change a game? Is that just a guy trying to make a play and then, you know, fortune did not shine his way? What happened
10: there? Yeah, that was a tough call because when you look at it on the review, like it's off right off the face-off and guys go into the battle trying to help on the on the face-off puck that's laying there. And uh, looking back at it on the tape, their guy came in and lifted Joe's stick. Um to try to win the puck battle, and then Joe Stick hit uh, Belmar in the, in the face and cut him open. So that was that was a tough break. It was you know they go out and score on the first part of it, and then we killed the rest of it off. But it's that that's that's what can happen. You know, you're not that's part of the game. I don't think the ref has the opportunity to see their guy lift our stick, and and our stick catches him high, and he goes down right away. So. It's just something you gotta fight through some nights you get those calls and other nights they they go against you and you gotta just make sure that you're doing the job on on the penalty killer on the power play when you get the opportunity and um you know our special teams have been- re- uh, really good here as of late and um you know it's just it's a bounce here or there on on any given night and on on that goal especially they 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 took a shot and and it was just bouncing around a little bit and it took a weird carom off their guy's stick and was missing the net by fifteen feet and hit one of their guys and then laid right in, in front of the net for, for their extra attacker and, and he put it in the back of the net so you just gotta move on and you know, I think the key for it for us would be to to have trust and belief in 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 what we've been doing all year and and, and sort of take the the Third period and can continue to do What we've been doing instead of getting away from Our game plan because when we do that things start To uh, go the other way on us and that's just A, it's a little bit of a maturity Thing I think it's, it's the time Of the year and the motion involved Everyone's trying to trying to do the best they can to to make sure we win but you got to stick with with uh with our structure and our game and 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 believe that it's it's good enough to win that we'll continue to generate enough chances to to tie the game up and and not get away from what we've been doing up into that point in the game
7: so just to recap for a second because i was watching with the sound down i didn't get all the uh the details if um If you look at that play closely, it is the Vegas player that sort of moves Joe's stick. You're not allowed to review that. You can't, the referees can't go, they can't look at that at all. I mean, such a huge call in a game.
10: Yeah, no, they can't. Yeah, it's not a reviewable play. So they just, they look at it right away. They have to make that call instantaneously. Oh, that's impossible.
7: That's impossible
10: yeah and and sometimes they, they miss it you know it's especially off a face-off like that because it's a scrum of basically both centers and both sets of wingers coming in there's six guys coming into that puck right away and and um yeah so it's a it's a unlucky break for uh for us and josty there and yeah. you just try to get your penalty killed to, to to do the job and, and move on from there so that's the one that put us behind and it's you know, it is what it is. You gotta, like I said, some days you get those calls and, and, and other days they go against you. So you just gotta, you gotta work through it.
7: Alright, I've got a couple of questions from the text line, three zero nine three 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 zero nine three three. if you have any questions or comments for Coach Bednar, uh, this one's from 1624. Coach, are you gonna stay with 11 and 7D for the foreseeable future?
10: No, no. Uh, just, it's something we look at on a nightly basis and, you know, see if we can, gain an advantage there so sometimes i think it helps us like at home the other night i really liked the 11 and 7 because basically we we were able to rotate uh some guys that have really been helping us win some of our top guys and we play them generally i'd say 90 percent of their shifts with their with their line and um our fourth line didn't see a ton of ice time, but we were able to bounce some of our top guys into that line and, and make it a trusted line. And to give us some, some juice and energy at times. And then, um, you know, sometimes I like to go 6D, but we cause one of the reasons we're playing that is we're running short on some forwards with Andrew Ghetto and Wilson back out of the lineup again, uh, with injuries that, um, you know, there's a few guys, those young guys too, Joe's, Kerfoot, but that can handle a little bit more ice time and coming off a day off here tonight. But I think we're going to go with, uh, 12 forwards here tonight and, and 6D and, and see how that goes. So just trying to make the use of the best, uh, healthy bodies that we have. I want to go back. This
7: just struck me in that first victory in, uh, in overtime in the shootout over, uh, Vegas. They showed the final goal by uh, Landy and they go to a shot of the bench. You're not even looking. <laughs> You're looking toward the crowd. Do you do that every time? Is that just a superstition? You don't want to watch the play?
10: Yeah, like I'm not a superstitious guy to be honest with you, but the shootouts um lots of times I don't watch until after on the on on the video and see how our guys did and how other guys do, but I I I just I have had this thing that you know it gets down to it and I, I like to look in the stands and, and see the reaction. I know exactly what happened at the at the other end, so it's something I've been, I don't know, I've been doing it for a while, and just, uh yeah, everyone's standing up on the bench and in the way, and, and so I just, you know, I, I want to see the reaction and see if we scored or not, especially in, on one like that when we have a, we have a chance to win the game and, and your captain's going down the ice. It's, uh I don't know, it's just something that I started doing a while ago.
7: Um, uh, Mitch wants to know what's up with uh, Kamenev. I hope I pronounce his name correctly. I always butcher the name. Can he go back to San Antonio? Are you keeping him up in case of injury? What's his status?
10: Yeah, he cannot. He cannot go back to okay. to San Antonio. Yeah, because of he kind of falls under this. It'd be, it'd be great if he could, you know, because he's been off, you know, with the injury, misses three months. He he's. He's a young player, he hasn't played a lot in the league and then he he gets the injury and he comes back and it's it's um you know we have we have high expectations for him and uh I think he's got a lot of potential and he's been in the American League for a couple of years but what happens is when he gets hurt he misses the deadline to be able to get uh sent down for any length of time uh once that deadline passes and he's still injured then he's part of our roster so um, it's 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 a tough situation for him and, and for us because i think you you in an ideal world you'd you know, he misses three games, conditioning, you know, can be an issue, or, uh, three months and, and, and conditioning can be an issue and then not having played in the league and coming into uh, a situation where the games are really ramped up and the intensity and pace of it's all ramped up. Um, it's not really putting him in a in a position to succeed um, with us, but we're unable to send him down as well. So we've seen him play here a couple games. He did a nice job. It's just I think it's a, it's a lot for him at, 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 this point. Um, may see him back in the lineup, depends on, on some of these injuries, but, um, we're, we're unable to get him down there and, and continue to play, which is, uh, the unfortunate thing with, with, the timing of the injury and missing that deadline.
7: All right. Last one from the text line. Uh, the status of Bernier, uh, notwithstanding, uh, if and when he gets back, you just ride Varley now with, with six games to play, less than two weeks. Is this, is this his deal?
10: Well, yeah, I don't, I don't see how it, how, I don't see another option with it. You know, hopefully Burns can get healthy and, and maybe he can be an option for us. We've got a lot of trust in both of these guys because of the way they've played all year long, but Burns has had a tough go of it here now. He's, he missed with, uh, missed time at least a couple of weeks with his concussion and then comes back and gets hit again. So he's, he's out again for another week, uh, to 10 days. He so started adding that up. He he got in the one game, and um, you know it's over three weeks he missed, and and then he cuts his hand and and is is out again for another week. So now it's a month, and with under a week to go, we're just we're giving Varley as much rest as he can. We gave him to send him right to the plane the other day. He didn't come on the ice for practice after the Vegas game, and then we play in Vegas. And yesterday he had the day off. He'll come in get a quick. 15, 20 minutes pregame skate today, take some shots till he's feeling good and we'll kick him off the ice again and and he'll get ready to go for tonight and we're just getting a, a, an extra goalie out for practice. Um, so Varley doesn't have to go on and just so he gets what he needs and stays sharp and rested and basically he's playing games now to the end of the year. It's just a tough situation to try and put Burns in after missing a month with the importance of all the games, but we'll see how it goes and see how quickly he can get back in the lineup. He's still not healthy and ready to go, so it's gonna, the, the games are gonna dwindle away here in a hurry.
7: Okay, I lied. One last one. I had a hearty debate yesterday on how Rowe is the tiebreaker when determining a, a playoff spot and I, I I'm not a fan of row only because I'm not a big fan of the shootout. Um, you personally, would you rather see a game end three on three, just first first, first team to score, or do you like the shootout as a coach?
10: Well, I think the regular season, I think I, I don't mind the shootout because you can only. You can only play for so long, you know. Like some of the games, like tonight's game starts at eight o'clock, and you have seven thirty starts, and then you're trying to get to the next city to play the next night on on some of the back to backs. And if the games start to drag in in overtime, it, it you know you got you got to try and end, end end it and and still get moving on and getting ready for the next night to play. So I don't mind the shootout. I think there's there's options there, you know, uh, with The three point, two point, one point system. There's, you know, there's all kinds of things I think you can do, but I think you have to try and uh, continue to keep the games ending at a at a reasonable hour, so you guys can get moving on to the to the next city and and get ready to play the next night with the with the busy schedule throughout the whole season. It's such a uh, such a a long season and a strength of endurance becomes a, a major factor in staying healthy and making sure the guys are rested and ready to play. So it's a good product on the ice. So I don't mind the shootout
23: coach.
7: I know you're busy today. Best of luck tonight. It's going to be uh live and lit as they say at Pepsi center. So, um, thanks for a few minutes.
10: Yeah. Thank you. Vic.
7: Take care. That is Jared Bednar, head coach of your Colorado avalanche. A uh, lot to get to there when we come back. Um, got a couple texts that came in during that interview that I'd like to read. I didn't get a chance to go too deep with the coach. I mean, it's game day. How many coaches conduct their weekly interviews on game day? He's well, busy. And he revealed his planet goalie that yes. we need to dive into. That was very interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, I I think you're sort of stuck with that, no matter what. I mean, why would you do anything differently? At I thought point? Coach Bednar gave you a lot of interesting yeah. info on that. Coach Malone. Coming up at 830 as well. So if you have any Nuggets related questions, three zero nine three three seven fifty. You got the Vic Lombardi
4: Show. Altitude 950 has another Ultimate Nuggets experience. Here's what we have going for you.
0: Nuggets season tickets. Your chance to win Nuggets season tickets. This is a pretty cool thing. Courtesy of Western Union. The folks are going to get an opportunity. Every show.
24: Every show is going to qualify somebody every single day. For
0: a chance to take part in... in a, the Nuggets Western Union hometown shot for season tickets. If you make the free throws, you go to the three-point line.
7: And if you make that half-court shot,
22: what do you win? The half-court one is Club Lexus season tickets.
4: Ooh, that's crazy. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day to qualify. What
24: I'm learning, Scott, this is getting really competitive. From
4: the only station that gets you this close to your nuggets and avalanche.
24: You've played in the NBA. Our person should win this thing. And
4: I want the winner
0: to come from this show. Altitude 950. <laughs> As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosher for my friends at Colorado Family Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service and fastest closings plus you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals and I call that a big win and you will too so when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership choose American Financing they have your best interests in mind and there are never any upfront fees call 303 695 303 695 or go online at AmericanFinancing.net MLS
18: 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
5: When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the tiny print telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for great reason, it's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or the silly games. Ram Truck Month has been extended at Johnson's, meaning another month of terrific incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, 250 new Jeeps, each one ready to test drive and take home with special savings. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be. At Johnson Auto Plaza, you're going to love these guys. North of E470 on Highway 85, Johnson Auto Plaza dot com
15: Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the People. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. Were you
7: underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500,
12: or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC Terrain,
25: on sus.net you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved sus Buick gmc where they treat you like family
12: family owned for over 35 years at 1301 south havana in aurora this may not be easy for you to hear but you might need a hearing device do you have trouble hearing in crowds has someone told you you have the game on too loud it could be you're having some hearing loss and a modern barely visible hearing device might be the solution We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. The Altitude 950 traffic
1: update.
18: Slowing on northbound I-25 approaching Toma Road from an earlier accident. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International and seeing slow traffic southbound I-25, 144th to 120th. Again, that is from an earlier crash. Overall, volume is lighter than we normally see and speeds are pretty decent. Food, water, medical care, education and more is what you'll give to a child in poverty when you become a Compassion Child sponsor. Release the child from poverty in Jesus' name at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950. Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
10: With under a week to go, we're just, we're giving Varley as much rest as he can. We gave him, to send him right to the plane the other day. He didn't come on the ice for practice after the Vegas game, and then we play in Vegas, and yesterday he had the day off. He'll come in, get a quick 15-20 minutes pregame skate today, take some shots till he's feeling good, and we'll kick him off the ice again, and and he'll get ready to go for tonight. And...
7: So do you treat certain players differently? There's your answer. Yes, you do. If you're Varley and you're playing every game, taking on a lot of ice time, yes, you're treated differently. And rightfully so. Yeah, it's smart. That's a smart way to play it. Jared Bednar on with us. If you missed that interview, we'll have it available uh online at Altitude 950. Michael Malone coming up a little bit later as well. So I asked him specifically about the shootout. <laughs> You guys saw the, the shot of him when the, the Avs beat uh, the Vegas Knights that night and he's turning his back. He looks nervous. He's watching the crowd. I thought that was pretty cool. He
8: wasn't the only one in the building who couldn't watch that. I was actually in the, uh, in the club level while that was going on and the amount of fans who couldn't even look that shootout was so intense was great to me. It was a playoff atmosphere. It reminded me of former uh DU and former Air Force basketball coach Joe Scott. Do you remember when they made the NCAA yes. tournament at Air Force? Yes. They played at Pepsi Center. He would turn around. He couldn't watch free throws. Yeah. And it turned into, like, I mean, that's a lot of mm-hmm. time you have to be superstitious during a basketball game. At least a shootout takes, what, five minutes? I mean, he was turning around for every free throw. Let me read this text,
7: and uh, I'll offer my response. And it's pretty simple. Um, let's see. Let's go to the text line here. Someone said, "Some Vic, how come you don't understand how the current rules operate?" It's pretty simple. Row is the fairest way to decide. Here's my problem. It's not row that bothers me. What does row stand for again?
8: Regulation overtime, overtime wins. wins. Okay,
7: that's not what bothers me. To guess, it's the fact that the shootout exists in the first place. Why? Here's why. Hockey is the only major sport think about this, that changes its rules dramatically for the postseason. Changes the makeup of the sport entirely. For the postseason or for
8: overtime? For the postseason. What's different about it? There's no shootout. Oh, well, yeah, you just huh. keep playing. yeah, yeah okay. And you don't okay. play
7: three-on-three. Three. Okay, I got, I hear what you're no, saying. So, so you mean to tell me during the regular season there's one method of madness, there's a shootout, there's three-on-three, and then all of that goes away in the postseason. In what other sport do you change the rules
8: of the game? You don't do it in football. Yeah, you do. You keep playing in football. There's no... In in regular season, you, you play 10 minutes and it's but, over. But, but, but do you have a shootout? Do you
7: have a, a field goal contest? Do you have 9-on-9, um, nine 7-on-7? Nine, seven seven? Do you take
8: guys off the field? No, baseball and basketball are the same regular season and postseason.
26: But you,
7: the don't, you don't
8: manipulate the numbers. The game doesn't change. Sure, no,
7: only in hockey is there a manipulation of the numbers. Why?
8: Well, Coach Bednar had an interesting answer. It's to expedite the conclusion. You got to get on a bird and get to your next city.
7: Let's just take three you on play three.
8: Eighty-two games. Okay, but
7: let's just take three on three. You think a three on three is going to take an hour? You've seen three no. on three. No. I'm, what's what's the longest three on three will go? Ten
1: minutes. Yeah,
8: if they played three on three, they would get to a conclusion before they would get through a an extra a full extra period. Okay, so why
7: they
0: a would. shootout? You know. Well, why. then
8: that's
1: you, you know
7: you know why everybody knows why they do the shootout. The drama. It, everybody because they're trying to attract the periphery fan who want to see something gimmicky. That's why. Sure.
8: The hockey purist hates the shootout. That shootout, though, on Saturday, that was intense. Oh, that was so great. But I'll tell you this, they won. So that's what made the drama so good. If Varley's not a brick wall and they lose, 18,000 people walk out ticked off. It is the only
7: sport out there that manipulates its own rules come postseason. I don't get it.
8: What would you prefer they do in the regular season? Play till somebody wins? Play three on three
7: till somebody wins. Well, then you're manipulating us three on three. They've already given me three on three. So they've given – I'm trying to work with what they've got. All right. If you want me to completely overwrite the rules, we can go through that. What they've given me, they've given me three on three, which I enjoy, mind you. But just keep playing. That's it's
25: not that hard. What about it's soccer? About a winner and no loser to, a to decide the World Cup. But don't even don't
7: get me started on that. Don't get that. That is the. It's an atrocity of the sport. Didn't France and Italy decide that in like it's 06? It's an
8: atrocity of the sport. Didn't your subject? The greatest moment in United States soccer history mm. happened in a shootout. It did. It's an atrocity of the sport. Oh my God. You're talking Brandy Chastain? Yeah. And was, it's was the greatest moment in the history team. of yeah. United States soccer.
17: Calm down.
7: Eight o'clock. Beat it. Excellent. 801. You got the Vic Lombardi <laughs> show.
4: Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. It's game day for the Colorado Avalanche. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are at home to host the Flyers. Puck drop is at eight o'clock with a pregame show. Getting away at seven thirty-five. Mark Mosier, the
0: radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call.
4: KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Score! And- the push for the playoffs. Denver's All-Sports Station. Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
6: Will Barton gets the inbound. He peels off to the high right side. Bounce pass on the elbow to Millsap. Head fake on Valenciunas. Drives on him and dunked it home. Just put Valenciunas on a poster. Millsap's having a night here. And the Nuggets are back in the lead by six. 72-66. to 66
7: Welcome back, to Nick Lombardi Show. We got uh,
8: Coach Malone at the bottom of the hour, so if you have any questions for the coach, three zero nine three three. You really don't think the U.S. Women's Team winning the World Cup in nineteen ninety nine on Brandi Chastain's game winning goal in a shootout? You really don't think that's the greatest moment in the history of the United States soccer? Um, for the female team, yeah, for the women's team, sure. What has what the male team ever done that? To- it was a better moment than that. There were 100,000 people at the Rose Bowl. They got to the quarters in, was it Japan?
7: They year?
19: got
8: to the freaking quarters.
19: They
7: won the whole thing. I I, I know, but I, you're asking me my memories of the World Cup. Yeah, that was a wonderful memory. I mean, Land,
8: Landon Donovan had the nice goal to beat, who were they playing? Algeria. Yeah, Alger, Algeria. Okay. They'll, don't they go by Algiers? I don't know. And then... There was uh, Tim Howard with mm-hmm. all the saves in a loss. Yeah. Right, he played out of his mind. He that did. Day. He that broke the awesome. record for most saves in a I, World I Cup ju- game. I that just, was
7: great. You're making me mad now. I'm I'm saddened over the fact that the
8: U S. will not be represented in Russia
7: this this summer. I'm saddened.
8: I am too. Which, but that sort of makes my point as well. Like, when's the last time the women's team didn't make the it's world not, cup? It's not, come on. Are we going to get into this debate? You know that the women's game isn't as strong
7: worldwide as the men's game. Let's, Fine. are you, you going to turn me into a sexist here? You know the real reason here. No. The U.S. women have a built-in advantage because we give the opportunity okay. for
8: ladies me, to play the game here, unlike some other countries. Let me ask you this. We go down to 16th, 16th Street Mall today with a camera and a microphone. Mm-hmm. And just walk up to people and say, "Are you a sports fan?" They say, "Yes." Say, "What's the greatest soccer moment you've ever you've ever seen?" Mm. You're gonna get more people say that than anything else. All right, let's try it. Okay. What What do you think they're gonna come up with? You just saying it because she took off her shirt. It's the most memorable Mm. thing in the history of Uh United States soccer. What do you think they're gonna come up with?
25: This escalated quickly.
8: A corner kick in some rando game, some friendly. You know what else I'm
7: might just, make I'm the list? I'm just trying to tell you the pool of competition, the reason why it doesn't resonate as much with me, I'm more of a soccer fan than you are. So I understand how hard it is for the U.S. men's team to do what it did. You to get to know the that you're not a bigger soccer fan than I am. I, I guarantee I know more soccer than you do. <laughs> <laughs> you want to okay. go? Okay. You want to go? How, how are we going to settle this Let's debate. go. Anybody? Random World Cup soccer trivia. What is, what is this going to devolve into? But the point I'm trying to make is you should know better. Then you should know better. The world full of talent in the women's game versus the men's game. Come on, dude. Come on. All right, name name Come five on. players on that women's team. I'm telling you this. I thought you were an encyclopedia. I'm, I can name five. What, what does that matter to my argument? The the I point thought we were playing trivia. The point I'm trying to make is Sorry, I'm just trying to follow the rules. We. We take it seriously in the U.S. for the women's game. We've done so for the last 20 years. Do they take it seriously, as seriously in Italy? No,
8: they don't. I'm not arguing that point. Do do they take it as seriously in other great soccer countries? No, they don't. I'm not arguing that point. I'm just saying in the United States, if you asked American sports fans, what's the greatest soccer moment you've ever witnessed, Mm -hmm. that's going to be the majority of the answers. Now, in Colorado, you'll get some people who will say, the game that was played out at dick sporting goods park and there in costa rica of snow. that was cuz yeah. it was cool and it was memorable and it was unique and people will some people will mention tim howard and some people will ma- mention landon donovan but other than that what are the what are the moments they're going to say the greatest the soccer Brandy moment
20: Chastine, Mia First of Hamm, all Chastain. Chastain. Michelle akers the greatest Brianna
8: scurry yeah
7: you're reading from a google the greatest soccer moment ever in the history of the game was when we scored a goal against kent to make the deficit 12-1 instead of 12 nothing in 1987.
8: <laughs> Sounds pretty standard. We were down 12 nothing, and we scored a goal late to make it 12-1. I just can't believe how you can take something that's not even a debatable point and turn it into a debate. I, I'm proud of my son, I, Devil's back un- in the day. I don't understand the debate, I guess.
7: I, it's all subjective. When you ask somebody what is the greatest soccer moment in U.S. history, you're, turning
8: it. you're turning it into a he versus she. No. Christine I'm not. Lilly. I'm, saying this, I'm saying sex doesn't matter. Male or female, doesn't matter. It's the greatest figure skating moment in U.S. history. Probably Tanya Harding nailing that
7: triple yeah. sound cow. By the way, that movie was awful. It was good. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, you gave me such a... You know, it was such a Manchester movie. Yeah. It was depressing. Yep. It was yes, not it depressing. Was. She lived such a hard life. And oh, her mom yeah. Was like Rocky? Just, her Rocky? mom
8: was evil. Rocky was nothing but a fairy tale. You, How awesome of a well, life I one you couldn't stop. I should have known better. I should have known. When Manchester
7: spins a movie as a good movie, you know you're going to be depressed.
8: Nope. You're going to be nine out of ten, you're going to be like, gosh, that was one of the best things I've ever seen. Uh, I wanted to get to the text line, because you uh, went off on spring training during your piping hot takes. It's a
7: joke. Uh, and Uh so, Just a quick recap. Now, keep in mind, it was fun. Quick recap. You were complaining that there's too many crowds, and you didn't like it.
1: That's not what I <laughs> no, said, said at,
7: at all. Some guy kicked seat. him out of his yeah. seat. <laughs> so, so, Got an altercation in, about in, it. In reaction to that, some guy not texted him. Listen to this. And whoever you are, guy, understand who's who here on this show. This guy says, to Vic... It wasn't me. I didn't go to spring training. Manchester did. Vic, you're a blank. If you didn't want to be crowded so much, people on line at spring training, maybe you shouldn't have gone to spring training. Maybe spend your money elsewhere. Get an event a seat in another event than spring training. That's your fault. So he's going
8: off on you for going in the first place. I don't understand that argument at all. Oh, is that movie Dunkirk? You wouldn't stop talking about. It was very good. It's actually a good movie. See, wasn't nine out of testing, though. No. Little I mean, mean there's, it's a war movie. It's not cheery from start to finish. Uh,
7: some of the people calling in and texting in about the greatest soccer moment in U.S. history, Landon Donovan's World Cup goal against Ghana, hands down, and it's not even close.
8: That's what, that's what it was, Ghana, not Algeria. That's the goal I'm talking yeah. about. That's going to make some people's list. It's not going to make most people's list. Number one answer on the board, not... if we're playing Family Feud, number one answer on the board, Brandy mm. Chastain's goal to win the World Cup. Well, That's it. It that was definitely memorable. against Algeria. I had it right, not the texter. Are you sure? Yeah. Did you Google it? Mm, I did not Google it until I just had to Google it because you told me I was wrong. I think it's Ghana. It was Algeria. I have it right here.
7: I think they go by Algiers. It just sounds better. Sounds more international. Uh Drew says, I'm with you, Vic. What bothers me, too, is the fact that a loss in overtime is worth half of a win. That's stupid. You can't lose in overtime and get half of a win. That's the other part that bothers me. I went over this yesterday. Either win or lose. There should be no in between.
8: You either win or you lose. It's not hard. It was Algeria. He actually had a goal against both. Well the Algeria one was the dramatic one. Well, I don't know. I'll have to watch him. I can't watch him while this show is going on. I got trying, it right here. I'm trying to I have it up. I just yeah. don't want to watch you it. I'm trying to, so listen to listen to Vic. To listen to
7: yeah. Eddie wants to know the last couple games I have not seen Farid on the bench. Is he even traveling with the team? Yes, he is. He's not playing. I mean, do I need to We've, we've, we've discussed this. And I can ask Coach Malone. It's pretty obvious. He, 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 he's not playing. He's not going to play. He's not going to participate. It's probably mutual. He doesn't want to play. They don't want him to play. It's, they've gotten to that point now. Well, would he be making a difference? I don't know.
3: I, I don't know. I, either.
7: I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question, but apparently it's gotten so bad that he's not even thinking about playing him. And the player is not even
8: thinking about taking his warm-up top off. I I don't know what else to tell you. What's the number two answer on the board in this Family Feud question? Because the number one answer on the board is Brandy Chastain. What's number two? Probably Landon Donovan's mm-hmm. goal. We'll give it to you against Algeria. Yeah. <laughs> like you're doing me some favor for being right here. I, I'm I'm not. I'm saying that we're going to give you that. He scored um, a goal against Algeria. Algeria is the country. That's a big goal. Algiers is the capital of said country. Correct. Remember they were trying to stall? They were doing some Bush League tactics to stall. I don't remember. We were drinking beers. I remember. The different. details are a little fuzzy. I knew he had a big goal. Uh, that's gonna be this, number two answer. I think says, it's proving your point. This texture says no. Manchester.
7: The only reason you remember Brandy Chastain is because she took her top off.
8: Not debating that. I'm just saying, and I'm not debating that. That's why the people on Sixteenth Street Mall are gonna remember it. But more than 50% of the people that can even give us an answer will give us that moment. I'm telling you, you're not a soccer guy. I know every bit as much about soccer as you do.
7: No. No, you don't. Oh, that's
8: not true. You want to have a wonder lick like test? You know the best soccer team in the history of the sport? The
7: best soccer team in the history of the sport? Is it the team that was
8: assembled by Sylvester Stallone in the movie Victory? No, it's the it's the Hungarian team in the 1930s. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. This guy. Look this it no more you know on that. makes This you feel guy in his fancy black shorts yeah. over here. Oh,
13: welcome back. You know, they're you uh, about the 1932 the Hungarian, Hungarian uh, 30 yeah. squad. And, uh, uh, back in my
8: day. <laughs> Look it up. Look what they did to the English team that thought they were going to roll them. Oh, and I know some German squad in the 1600s that was just kicking ass, but there's no Wikipedia Look at the goal. They Sorry. scored 40 seconds into the game, and all Ooh. of a sudden everybody thought, uh-oh. Well, if you'd seen the movie it was the victory. first time anybody had ever seen anyone juggle a soccer ball before the game, and it was like, oh, we're in trouble. Slice Sly Stallone was a heck I mean, of a keeper. And I can continue to drop soccer knowledge on wow, you, if you want. dropping bombs. Hey, when we come back up. Did you know I'll- Pele was never the captain of his team? I did. I watched the documentary. He mm-hmm. yeah. was
7: never the captain. How old was he when he made the national team? Like 17. 16. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, Michael a year. Michael Malone said something last night. We're going to hear from Michael. We're going to talk to him at 830. But I want you to listen to what he said after last night's loss, and I want your reaction. I want to know where to go with this. you got the Vic Lombardi Show.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. Yesterday was Chad Kelly's
0: birthday. That's been our boy for a year. A solid year. We've played that song literally a thousand times in the last year. Literally. CBs can't stop it. Throwing pass like rockets. <laughs> We're all focused on the hockey and the hoops. We forgot about our boy CK6. Chad Kelly. Number 12, Swag. Happy belated birthday, CK6.
22: You're my boy, Chad. We love you. Uh, it's a Mark Mosher if you could get him a gift, what would it be? Well, you can't get him... I mean, What do you could? get, a guy that already has everything, right? More swag? <laughs> I mean, it's like,
0: it, how do you give a guy with swag more swag?
4: Mark Mosier every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950.
0: 695 or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS
18: 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
26: It's the Denver Auto Show, presented by AAA Insurance, April 4th through 8th at the Colorado Convention Center. See the new 2018s and 2019 intros from 37 car lines. Compare the latest features and state-of-the-art technologies. Explore supercars to green cars. Take a spin at our ride and drives, then go off-roading at Camp Jeep. Salute restored classic military vehicles. There's so much to See and do at the Auto Show. Five days only. Sponsored by Public Service Credit Union and the Denver Post. Learn more at DenverAutoShow.com.
16: When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned, casino experience. It's Colorado owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun.
3: Mile High Jewelers has an amazing selection in custom-made rings, chains, watches, nameplates, bracelets, and pendants. Shop with the leaders in custom jewelry. Mile High Jewelers. If you can dream it, this Colorado-based company can make it. They also specialize in jewelry and watch repair. And Mile High Jewelers is where your hometown professional athletes shop. Find them in three convenient locations. In the Highlands of Across from Mile High Stadium, Aurora Mall, and Citadel Mall in Colorado Springs. Follow them on Instagram at MileHighJewelers and
16: MileHighJewelers.com. When it comes to learning the facts about Colorado State Tax, there is only one website that has all your answers. Colorado.gov slash tax. It's your free resource to understanding Colorado tax. No need to call when the answers are just a click away 24-7. From filing and paying your Colorado taxes to business sales tax questions and more, visit Colorado.gov slash tax. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this
18: station
4: altitude 950 traffic update.
18: A vehicle fire westbound Hamden right around Wadsworth. The fire is out, but traffic's still only getting by in the shoulder. That's a spot you'll want to avoid if you can. Traffic brought to you by Scientology Network. We're seeing stop-and-go traffic southbound I-25, Broadway to Hamden, and on westbound I-70 as you work your way between Monaco and York. The only thing more interesting than what you've heard is what you haven't. Curious? Watch Voices for Humanity tonight at 6 on TV Channel 320 or go to Scientology.tv I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Um,
9: I mean, I don't know. We scored 25 points, our good defensive team. Uh, I didn't really concentrate on that. I was more focused on our lack of defense, uh, and our lack of rebounding. You know, that's two games in a row where, uh, we're just ball watching. They had 10 second chance points in the fourth quarter, 10, uh, where every possession matters. Uh, you know, we, you know, it's the same story over and over. Tough loss.
7: Man, I hear the last part of that soundbite from Coach Malone. It's the same thing over and over. That's, that's hard to stomach. We're gonna to talk to Coach Malone here at eight thirty. He's uh not sure where the Nuggets are this morning. They still may be in Toronto because they have a couple of days off before last game of road trip in Oklahoma City. So yes, they are in Toronto. But when you hear that doesn't we're here now with six games to go, seven games to play. How is that same refrain
8: still happening? I don't know. We've talked about it on this show though. This team is groundhog day, man. And what's, what's astounding about it is it's been the same story with a different roster, with different coaches, with a different GM. It's like you put on a jersey that says Denver and you forget how to set picks. You forget how to execute in the half court. You forget how to box out in the fourth quarter. Except for, you forget that, how to close. Except for that
7: one team that made it to the Western Conference. Correct. Finals that was tough.
1: They had I a think, little
8: bit of nasty. Here it is. Here it is. And you
7: just said it. You just, and I said it last night watching the game with hands. The toughness factor. Mentally and physically. More mentally than physically. I'm not saying toughness always... You don't have to foul hard every time. At the end of the game, when they were just giving up layup after layup, at some point you're like, just foul the guy. Yet Jakob Hurdle is dunking over Paul Millsap hard. Jakob Hurdle is tearing you apart. Jakob.
8: Jakob, okay? Jakob is doing this too. Well, you. how many guys in the last two weeks, how, how many randos have had great That's games against the That's what I'm saying.
7: You are getting beaten by a guy named Jakob. I'm with you. If, if I'm playing against Jakob and he's coming at me to dunk, I'm taking
8: something through his chest. He will be impaled. Well, we went through that day in that Chicago roster and we almost made fun of it. But that was the only game on this road trip they won Easily. super convincingly. Yeah. And the Washington win was a very good win, but the Chicago win was a laugher.
7: The lack of toughness when the game, you know, because there are two games when you watch the NBA. There's a game within a game. There's the game where everybody's shooting, having a good time, and smiling, and it's all offense. And the Nuggets look great. Mm -hmm. First half. Mm -hmm. Everything's flowing. Mm -hmm. People making shots. And then there's the next game when the game is on the line, where it's time to batten down the hatches and play defense. And Toronto's guards, you saw what they did. Friggin' Fred Van Vliet. Ran Vliet getting all up in Jamal Murray's jock. You saw how he defended him. Mm-hmm. You saw what he did. And what did the Nuggets do? How did they respond? They dribble, 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 shot clock expires,
8: dribble, dribble, dribbled, dribbled, all they dribbled all What are you doing? Toughness. Well, yeah, I think that's I think that's part of it. But those possessions in a regular season game, that's what the fourth quarter is. Sometimes it's what the last six minutes are. In the postseason, it's That's every, what the whole game it's is. Every possession. So, so why were these? Te- why yeah. were the Nuggets other than the one year one yeah. and done in the postseason? Yeah, because of the same trait. Yeah. They can't execute in the half court. They don't take care of each possession. They, you watch the games and the oppositions getting open looks, and the Nuggets take 23 okay. seconds to get a tough shot. Well, it's
7: again now there are seven games left the season, albeit you have to be perfect now. You have to go seven and zero, oh, okay? Six and one, possibly, whatever. It, too little, too late. Listen, listen to Michael Malone's next comments that he made last night. This is about what you just said. Valuing
9: each possession. Uh, my, I'm preaching every possession matters. Uh, we have way too many plays where uh, we're not playing with the right sense of urgency. Uh, we close out to shooters with our hands down. We foul jump shooters. Four point play. The shot goes up. We ball watch. The offensive rebound. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> we have seven games to go. Every damn play matters. And right now we're not playing like every play matters. Uh, we're playing like we have 30 games to go in the season. And uh, I cannot explain that.
7: Alright. Is that on the coach or is that on the players? He just listed everything that's going wrong. Every, you know, the, the lack Both. of discipline, um, doing the same, making the same mistake time in, time out. Is that on the coach for not being able to deliver the message properly or is that on a young team that has a little ADD in it. I don't know how else to describe I a young team that just doesn't get it yet. I think
8: it's both, but re-
7: really, we're gonna play the young team. I don't want to say that. You're right. Let,
8: let me just. Paul me, Millsap. Let me let me rephrase it. A team. Okay, that's that's fairer. But look, it's on both. It's on both. Right. If you're saying it and the players aren't listening to it and taking it to heart, well, the players—that's on them. But it's also you got to find a different way to deliver the message. If the way you're delivering it isn't getting you the results you want, you have to find a new method to try and communicate that. It's on both. It is. What do you, like, write love letters? I don't know.
7: Well, hi, a haiku. I guess this is why I could never be an NBA coach, because I feel for Michael Malone here. And I know he catches a lot of heat, especially on this show, on this text line. Catches a ton of heat. But you tell me, Nuggets fans, you tell me. Please, take this opportunity, 30933. How would you coach this team? How would you run the offense? How would you rotate the players? What's your rotation? How would you handle this differently than what Michael Malone has done? Please t- I just want to
8: I want to well, gather
7: some advice, some here suggestions.
8: You, here's my question about it. Was that the message being delivered in September, October, November? Was that the message? Do you remember Every the message
7: matters? Well, do you remember the message we delivered back then? I remember saying this when the schedule came out. I said the I tell you what, the Nuggets better have a nice little lead Going into that seven-game. Remember that?
8: We all saw it Uh, when the schedule came
7: out. I said the Nuggets better have handled business before
8: they get to late March because that thing's a monster. They better not go on the seven-game road trip in the nine or ten Exactly right. And that's exactly what they did. Now, Now, you don't think he delivered that. Come on. You don't
7: think the head coach saw the schedule, did not deliver said message. At some point, the player's got to be accountable. I would agree with that. At some point, the player's got to be
8: a grown-up, an adult, and say, guys, Let's freaking toughen up at some point. But why has San Antonio been consistently good for two decades? Because they play as though every possession matters, whether it's October, whether it's December, whether it's February, or whether it's April. The problem I had with that quote was, hey, there's seven games left. we got to start act like every possession matters, and you can't turn it on. Then yeah, but you, you can't. Think, you think he hasn't said that before? You don't think he's I don't used know what that, the message was in that, October.
7: What you just said San Antonio. San Antonio's had the benefit of veteran players for a long time. Guys who send and not only they act and they say Tim Duncan, not don't don't do what I say, do what I do. Correct. He did it for years. Okay, they've had the veterans in the room that have extended that message force-fed that message upon other players.
8: Well, they they have... Exactly. And they bring in guys who will listen to Popovich. And there are stars who listen to the coach, and therefore everybody else does. I... I I just do, I, I feel
7: for Michael Malone in this situation, guys. I, and, and that's why I ask you, you tell me what you would do differently. And, you know, we can get into the minutiae, talk about his defensive philosophy, how you handle the pick and rolls, what you do with the guy on the uh, weak side. There's a lot of stuff that, you know, the basketball purist will, will break down. I get that. I'm just talking about motivational. At some point, you have to play basketball. At some point, you have to say enough is enough. At some point when Jacob, Jakob, Hurdle is hurdling your way. You want to foul the hell out of him.
8: Okay, but he's. I, I will give you this, and I'm with you on, in terms of he's in a tough spot. Because you know what? If you turn into too much of a hard, you know what? You're gonna be Brian Shaw. You lose the locker room, and 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 you got Andre Miller revolting yeah. on you, yeah. and you're done, and you're an assistant coach in Golden State or wherever mm-hmm. he it is. You now. start taking cell phones, and you're you know, head coaching correct. career is over. People
7: people complain, and I've heard this before. Like last night, Coach Malone went off, and people like, oh, he can't do that. He's losing it. What, why? Why? What? what? Are we is this field day? Players aren't allowed to hear this. Players aren't allowed to get criticized. Players aren't allowed to hear that uh, we took a possession off. The, the coach well, gets criticized. The coach is the only freaking person after a game who's willing to take this on. I don't hear the I don't hear the players take it on. Andre Miller I don't hear didn't like accountab- it. I don't hear any accountability from the damn players.
8: I hear it from the coach. Well, everybody was on Andre Miller's side and not Brian Shaw's side because Brian Shaw was critical of him publicly. And we he had a birthday a couple weeks ago, and I was the only guy in the room who wasn't a big Andre Miller cheerleader, and that was the reason why because he was insubordinate. Matt Matt
7: says it's 80% players, 20% coach. NBA players with their guaranteed contracts do not want to listen anymore. They'd rather jack up threes and not play D. Frustrating as heck. Well, that's generalizing it, but you're in the right direction. I, I think the contracts have made it that much more difficult for coaches. They just have. I, their personal pride has to be a bigger factor than the contract.
8: Well, and you asked Adam Silver about just that, and, yeah. and even the commissioner. I did. You know, I saw your interview, and yeah. even the commissioner kind of he danced around it nicely, he knows but he he, knows. he he kind of acknowledged your question he was knows. a good one, yeah. He knows. Well, mm-hmm. well, let me put it to you this way. What makes a star a star in the NBA? It's not just about the money. It's not just about the it's money. Not- LeBron
7: James is a rich, rich, wealthy man, but do you think that ultimately what
8: drives him is money? No. 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 Do you think Kobe was driven by money? No. I mean, now they all, it's, it's a way to measure themselves against other sure. players, and it matters, but the, the stars in the NBA... Because it ain't about money, and it ain't about talent. Everybody mm-hmm. out there has a ton of talent. It's about th- that group, that really small group, is the is the group that puts winning mm-hmm. ahead of other things. That's the difference. That's I'm just, the
7: difference. Before everybody jumps all over Malone, because I read a lot about it, and listen, I complain a lot about some of the things he does. I, I get it. He's in a tough spot, man. He doesn't have that guy in that room. Who will spread his message for him, which is critical for any team in any sport, any organization. It can't be just about the management, the supervisor, or the coach. Somebody in the room has to be the guy. You're the program director here. You have a message. Nobody listens to you. Because yeah. you don't have that guy. I, I can I can relate to Coach Malone. <laughs> the coach is coming up next on the Dick Party show. Jakob Hurdle is dunking over Paul Milsap hard. Jakob Hurdle is tearing you
4: apart. Jakob. Here's what's
7: in
3: play on
4: Altitude 950.
3: Tonight, your Colorado Avalanche host, the Philadelphia Flyers. Into the slot, shoot that score! Game! Landers score!
1: Wins it in a
3: shootout! Playoffs are on the line, and the Avs are looking for your support. Get your tickets now and keep that Pepsi Center home ice advantage going.
1: Almighty oh,
0: Odin! The Viking has spoken!
3: Avs and Flyers tonight. Visit
12: ColoradoAvalanche.com. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Great coaches are leaders who fight for what and who
27: they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now might be the time for you to make a change, one that will improve your financial future forever. Hey, it's Ryan Harris.
11: And Nate Kreckman for our friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, customized loan programs, It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, or even save you up to $1,000 a month.
27: And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get started and close in as fast as 10 days. Call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan.
11: The number 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or go online, AmericanFinancing.net. An MLS
18: 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Need a free oil change?
20: Then it's time to stop by Grand Valley Auto in Lakewood. Get a free oil change and check out their hundreds of pre-owned vehicles on the lot. They got amazing tax time deals going on right now. 17 years reputable experience and a full service department. Plus, you get a free oil change just for stopping by. This is the time to come out to Grand Valley Auto. On West Colfax near Wadsworth in Lakewood. Gvalakewood.com. Oil
4: change is good for.
17: The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at brandon onecom That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot the Pepsi Center is always rocking with Mammoth lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for
0: us, but all are welcome to join the Loud House.
4: Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at ColoradoMammoth.com.
0: Were you underpaid
7: or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710.
4: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
18: A cement mixer caught fire. The fire is now out westbound Hamden after Wadsworth. It is still a slow drive in the area. Traffic only getting by on the shoulder. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Crash reported westbound 270 at Quebec. Slow I-70 to Vasquez. Just like kids here, children across the world have big dreams for their future. Give one child the opportunity for a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950.
4: (laughs) The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Craig
6: goes to the left hand, guarded by Siakam, in the paint to Jokic. Kick out three, Lyles, got it! That's a big bucket right there. Nuggets out to an eight-point lead to start the fourth quarter.
7: Nuggets fall in Toronto last night. They were tied at the half. They were up eight early in the fourth. And then things sort of unraveled in that fourth quarter. And right now they're in, well, must-win mode. Seven games to go. They've got Minnesota twice in that seven-game stretch. They can find a way. They still control their own fate. Let's go to the hotline. Welcome in the head coach of your Denver Nuggets, Michael Malone. And Coach, I, I know this time of year, there's only one way to look at it. You have to be positive. You have to, you have to preach that very message. If you win out, you play Minnesota twice, you still control your own fate. You know it. Your players know it.
23: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, with, with all the things that have gone on coming off of two straight losses, uh, everything being said, uh, we still have a chance. You know, obviously uh, we're never going to give up. We're never going to surrender. And, obviously, uh, OKC is a big game. And the team that we're trailing by two games, to your point, Big Minnesota, we played twice. Mm-hmm. So two two huge head-to-head games with them. But um it would be great to finish up this very long road trip in Oklahoma City with a win. Uh, I thought last night uh, we gave ourselves a chance against the best team in the East on the second night of a back-to-back. We did some great things, uh, but we cannot allow fourth-quarter runs where the opponent goes on an 18-4 to run. And in that run, you see turnovers, you see Toronto offensive to rebounds that lead to threes. Uh, we have to be better than that. We have to close those games out if we want to be a team that makes the postseason.
7: Coach, what were they specifically doing to your guards? Uh, they were just getting up all in them, and there was a lot of dribbling I saw, the flow of the offense, nowhere close to what it looked like in the first half. W- what were the Toronto guys doing to your guys to really change things
23: up? Well, I mean, uh, give them credit—they're a top-five defense in the NBA. So, uh, you know, um, they've done that for the whole season. You know, there's a reason they're such a good defensive team, and it starts with their uh, guards' ability, especially their guards off the bench. Freddie Van Vliet, Delon Wright—those guys are aggressive. They're into the ball, and um, they make life uncomfortable. And I agree with what you said a thousand percent. And I mentioned it after the game: Uh, less dribbling, more passing, more cutting. And, uh, and and that's something that I think, you know, Jamal especially, uh, you know, that, that's a big point of his improvement as a player is going to be. um Once you dribble more than two, three times at the most, you have to get off the ball. Mm-hmm. And we got caught trying to dribble in crowds, over dribble, which really led to poor possessions mm-hmm. at times, and poor shot selection, which only fueled their break and let them get out and run. And, uh, you know, that, that's a part of his you know, a maturation and development as a young player in the NBA.
7: You said something after the game, Coach, and I wholeheartedly agree with you. You know, a few weeks back you said, I'm going to let the offense flow a little bit more. I'm not going to call as many plays. I'm going to let them do their thing, which is you know beautiful to watch when it works. But last night was a classic example where you said, perhaps I should have called a few down the stretch because I saw what you saw. You, you had Jokic just red hot. I mean, he couldn't miss. Get him the ball. He should have touched the ball every time down the stretch. That's on your guards.
23: Yeah, and you know what, ultimately, Vic, it's it's on me as a head coach. You know, obviously, um, um, we have not been a team the whole year that has called a play call every time down the floor. Uh, we, we try to play with freedom and pace and move the ball. Uh, I think that's an area where Gary Harris being out is sorely missed. Not only is Gary the leading scorer, but Gary really embodies how we want to play. Gary and Nikola Jokic, more than any other duo on our team, probably have the best on court chemistry and synergy uh with that ball movement and playing side to side and every huddle and uh, that's all we talked about because it was the same thing in Philadelphia first half the ball moved we were good we're up at halftime second half would become stagnant and when teams go on runs I think what happens is I don't think it's just outright selfishness I think it's guys saying okay this team is going on a run I got to help up, help us, uh, help our team step up and make the play instead of just playing the right way and making the right play. Um, So uh, it's something that we're going to talk about, we're going to watch, and we have obviously seven opportunities to get better than we have been as of late, where we do make sure Nikola is touching it. Because the the best thing about him, as you know, that he's going to make the right play. Nikola is not a pig where he's going to come down and shoot the ball every time he touches it. He's going to make the right play, and playing through him, it's probably the smartest thing that you can do as a guard because he's going to find you if you're open. So uh, we have to get better in that area, no doubt.
7: Um, the Philadelphia game, obviously the second half didn't go your way. Uh, things fell apart. Then you go to Toronto and you, you hang tough, man, until uh, middle of, of the fourth quarter. There's that time in the game where you just sort of feel it slipping. You, is that a toughness thing? Is that mental and physical toughness in your mind?
23: You know, I think it's a combination of things. You know, uh, to your point, you know, 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, Trey Lyles hits at three, puts us up eight, on the road uh, against the best team in the Eastern Conference. Uh So things are going well for us. And even prior to that point, you know, we were going back and forth. They'd make a run, we'd answer it. So we showed toughness. And then to allow them to go an 18-4 to run, for me, when I watch it live and I watch it on film, um, you know, you see, it's all the little things. It's all the details. It's all the habits. And what I mean by that is, Um, we're closing out the guys, we close out short with our hands down. We give up a three. Uh, Offensively, we're not running our offense with the pace and the purpose that we need to. Uh, When the shot goes up, Vic, we don't rebound. We gave up 10 second-chance points in the fourth quarter alone, 10. Every play for us right now is so vital, so crucial, so important, we can't have those possessions where we don't box out Offensive rebound, kick out, Freddie VanVleet three. That is a huge play for us, especially when teams are going on runs. So I think it, is it toughness mentally more than physical? Probably. You know, we got some young players out there, you know, uh, in, in very tough atmospheres that are learning on the fly and how to play in those situations. But I also think it's the details, the habits, and just being disciplined. And I think that's one word I keep coming back to lately is that we have lacked discipline in the Second half in Philly, we had no discipline in terms of who am I guarding, what is our coverage guarding this play, and those types of things. And we saw it last night a lot less than we did in Philly, but we saw it at crucial times in the game, and that enabled them to come back and win that game last night.
7: Coach, I've heard you speak all year, and in the last week, uh, you've gone out of your way to say, hey, it starts with me. I'm the leader. I've defended you in this capacity. I I think every locker room, you got to have that player, whether a veteran, whether it's a young – I don't care who it is – who has to be the voice of the coach as well? Who has to be accountable? Do you have that player? Do you need that player? Is that something that you're still trying to develop here with the Nuggets?
23: Well, I, I think when you have that as a coach, it's always uh, it's always a luxury. It's always nice to have um, and, and makes your job easier. Uh, you know, I've been around this game a long time, and I know that if it's always coming from me as a head coach... That won't work. Uh, the team is only going to go so far. Um, I, I think when it comes from the players and the players are getting on each other when a guy doesn't close out to a shooter or if a player's not boxing out or if a player's over-dribbling or taking bad shots. I think when it comes from their peers, it's uh, more impactful and it has more meaning. And um, I don't know if we've had enough of that this year. I'm not in every huddle during the games when in the locker room at halftime or after the game. I say my piece. I don't know what's being said after that. Uh, But all I can say to your point, Vic, is – uh, that is worth its weight in gold. That is impactful stuff. And I think great teams have that. That's all I can say. Great teams have players policing each other. And, again, I remember working with Don Chaney, who played with the Celtics for many years and was a hell of a coach, coach of the year with the Houston Rockets, and he always said the best teams police each other, the best players and teams he was ever a part of were teams where guys got on each other and no one ever took it personally. And, I, uh, you know, I think we could use more of that, and I think that would be helpful.
7: Gary Harris, uh, man, did you miss him. Uh, and say what you want. You can you can use it as an excuse, and I know people are going to say it, but it's a valid one. Gary Harris does so much. What about his status for Friday in OKC?
23: You know, uh, j- just to that point, people can use that as an excuse all they want, but take it with anybody's leading scorer mm-hmm. going on a seven-game road trip and you lose close games at Memphis, at Miami, at Toronto. Uh, it's not an excuse. It's reality. Mm-hmm. Gary Harris has been our most consistent player the whole year. He's our leading scorer, and he's one of our best defenders. So uh, without him, it makes it tougher because it puts people in roles that they're not normally in. So uh, it's been a big, big loss. Um, Gary probably had his best day in terms of his rehab and recovery uh, yesterday. What does that mean? I still think he's doubtful for Toronto, even though we don't play them for a few days. Uh, The hope is right now, for me at least, that when we get back and we play Milwaukee coming home, that he'll be available to play on that couple of game homestand. Okay. Uh, it, it's been an awful time of the year to lose your leading scorer. But uh, again, um, other guys have to step up. I have to step up. And we have to find ways to win with seven games to go. You know,
7: when it's all said and done, and I don't want to write it off like the season's over right now, for most Nuggets fans, me included, it's like, oh, it's playoffs robust. So if you don't make the playoffs, all the world's coming to an end. Is that how you view it? Is that how the, 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 the how did you guys see this season? Where do you see it now?
23: Yeah, I I see it as we still have seven games to go to uh, to realize a goal that we set for ourselves back in Boulder in training camp in September. Um, And as frustrated as I am, as disappointed as I am, as much as I hate to lose in these last two games, um, you know we still have chances in front of us. So uh, that's number one. I view it as we are still alive. We still have a chance to become a playoff team. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be difficult? You sure? You're you're damn right it is. But uh, it's, we still have a chance, and I want to make sure that our players understand that and we don't let go of the rope and we keep on fighting to the bitter end. On the other side of that, um, you know, and I was asked this a few weeks ago, um, if we don't make the playoffs this year, there's going to be a huge disappointment in our locker room and our coaching staff and in our front office. Uh, I can't speak for anybody else. It'll be a huge disappointment because we've worked so hard. But I will never sit here and say this season that if we don't make the playoffs, it was a complete bust. It was a waste because going into the year i think most people had us pegged around mid-40s mid-40s for wins roughly on average mm-hmm. 45 wins maybe paul milsap missed 44 games gary harris has been out seven games on a seven game road trip crucial time of the year Nikola Jokic was out six game road trip back in december we, we have dealt with a lot of you know things on the periphery that have made it very difficult for us but Vic, I'll ask you this. Not one thing we've done as a team and an organization this year has signaled to anybody that this is a playoff or bust year. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't go out at trade deadline and sign, man, we got to sign this guy to make the playoffs. We are still developing and trusting our young players, and as frustrating as it is at times for me, for you, for the fans, I get that. Um, if we happen to not make the playoffs this year, as long as we are continuing to improve, and that's all I care about, Every year we've been here, we have improved. We have 40 wins, which matches last year's total, seven games to go. And uh, as long as our players are getting better, we're moving in the right direction. That is all I care about. And hopefully that does lead to a playoff result this season.
7: Coach, always appreciate the honesty. I know it's always tough, especially after a road trip. And mean, it must feel like you've been on the road for a month, for crying out loud. That's a long one. That's a long trip to end a season.
23: It's a very long trip to end the season. Again, you know, I don't, I've had so many people in every city we've been, been to on this road trip, uh, in the different cities, different teams say, you know, just bewildered that we're on the road trip that we're on to end the year. Yeah. But you know, we, 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 can't continue to grab about bet that we got to worry about getting better and finding a way to get a damn win.
7: Coach, we'll see you Sunday, uh, when you take on Milwaukee at Pepsi Center.
23: All right, Vic. Good talking to you. Take care. That
7: is Michael Malone, head coach of the Denver Nuggets. Love to get your reaction. Three zero nine three three is our text line. Also, got to get to our Power Five question of the day. We have a lot of tickets to give away today. Not only Avs Flyers tonight, we got more Nuggets tickets. You can qualify for that big prize at the end of the rainbow. Nuggets season tickets. All coming up on the Vic Lombardi Show.
4: Altitude 950 has another Ultimate Nuggets experience. Here's what we have going for you. Nuggets season tickets. Your chance to win
0: Nuggets season tickets. This is a pretty cool thing. Courtesy of Western Union. The folks are going to get an opportunity. Every show.
24: Every show is going to qualify somebody every single day.
0: For a chance to take part in... In the Nuggets Western Union hometown shot for season tickets. If you make the free throws, you go to the three-point line. And if you make that half-court shot,
22: what do you win? The half-court one is Club Lexus season tickets.
4: Ooh, that's crazy. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day to qualify. What
24: I'm learning, Scott, this is getting really competitive. From the
4: only station that gets you this close to your nuggets and avalanche.
24: You've played in the NBA. Our person should win this thing. And I want
0: the winner to come from this show. Altitude 950.
5: When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV <laughs> with the tiny print telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price followed by lots and lots of very Fast talking disclaimers that are never good news. (laughs) You do have a better choice. My car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost twenty years now. And for great reason, it's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or the silly games. Ram Truck Month has been extended at Johnson's, meaning another month of terrific incentives on over a thousand vehicles. 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, 250 new Jeeps, each one ready to test drive and take home with special savings. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be. At Johnson Auto Plaza, you're going to love these guys. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com.
14: Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Colorado Avalanche look for a win at home against the Philadelphia Flyers. Watch tonight with pregame at 7 p.m. and puck drop at 8 o'clock. Check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Avalanche players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home. Colorado
22: Avalanche. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. Not just any old job, I mean real opportunity to train for a relevant, in-demand career right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watch games. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now and make that appointment. And get that career in under a year. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now, 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. 70
25: Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Mines. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Mines will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Mines with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Mines restaurant dot com.
4: The Altitude 950 traffic update.
18: Westbound I-270, stop and go between I-70 and Vasquez, an accident off to the shoulder at Quebec. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. A cement mixer caught fire. The fire is now out westbound Hamden after Wadsworth. Still a slow area where at one point traffic was only getting by on the shoulder. Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give to a child in poverty when you become a Compassion Child sponsor. Release a child from poverty in Jesus' name at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
23: Vic, I'll ask you this. Not one thing we've done as a team and an organization this year has signaled to anybody that this is a playoff or year. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't go out at trade deadline and sign, man, we got to sign this guy to make the playoffs. We are still developing and trusting our young players, and as frustrating as it is at times for me, for you, for the fans, I get that. If we happen to not make the playoffs this year, as long as we are continuing to improve, and that's all I care about, every year we've been here, we have improved. We have 40 wins, which matches last year's total, seven games to go, and uh, as long as that players are getting better, we're moving in the right direction. That is all I care about, and hopefully that does lead to a playoff result this season.
7: Thoughts? Opinion. Commentary. That's Coach Michael Malone on the Vic Lombardi Show just moments ago. Um, Again, I might be the wrong person to ask here because I'm a little too close to the story. Again, this is where it's a flawed situation. You guys might have a more objective opinion because I see what goes on on a daily basis. And I've told Malone, I've told him flat out on this show, I could never be an NBA coach because I don't know how you get the message across to some of these guys. I don't know how you tell a guy who makes 15, 20 million a year what to do. If personal pride doesn't take over, what will? If you personally, during the course of a game, can't understand the concepts of defense because you just don't care to listen, how does a coach get in your ear? I, I don't like to blame the coach for everything that goes wrong. Coaches have a certain philosophy, and maybe you disagree with that philosophy or that rotation. I get
8: that, but playing hard—I'll never blame a coach for that ever. No, I'm I'm with you on that. I, I mean, I I by and large believe teams that don't lose to freaking Phoenix on their home court are because there are guys on the roster who have the mindset of freaking Phoenix ain't coming in here and beating us at Pepsi Center. Yeah, sure, but you know, and, and that's just it. Phoenix winning at Pepsi
7: Center. <laughs> let's just let's just break that down. Is that coaching? Is that
8: motivate is that coach throwing the wrong rotation out? No, no. You don't lose a Phoenix ever. No, you don't. When you blow a 19 point lead at home to the Clippers when you could take a 24 second shot clock violation on every possession from then on out and still win the game, is that on coaching or is that on guys who just Go out there and 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 lose focus and stop paying attention and, to what they're supposed what, you, to do. You
7: can have my 12-year-old coach a team. Okay? My 12-year-old could coach the Nuggets against Memphis, and they should be able to win that game. Coaching themselves. They should be able to win that game.
8: But I also think we've seen so many times in sports, and we've seen so many times in the NBA, that when you, you change the coach, there's a drastic difference. Always. You know why? Because...
7: There's still players who might be a little on edge, so they pick up their intensity. There are other players who see it as an opportunity, so they pick up their pace of play. Change always leads to stuff like that. That's just the natural progression. I get it. Look when George Carl came here. Remember that midseason? Yeah, and they, they went 32-8. It was the same team.
8: Exactly. There's a prime example. They went off.
7: Although they added Wesley Person, if you remember. He was making threes left and right. Wesley person. Boy, good pull.
8: Yeah. Well I, Listen, I think, especially in the NBA, I think the coach is, is much of a psychologist or put it another way, a manipulator. And I don't mean yeah. that in a bad way than he is X's and O's guy. And that's where I do put it on the coach though. You well, got to know how to push the right button.
7: Well, this is why I asked the question. You've got the personnel you have is what you have. This is what you have to work with. If you're listening to this interview and you're listening to our show, what would you do differently? How would you coach this team? What philosophy would you have defensively? What rotation would you employ? Here are a couple examples that have come across the text line. Um, I'm starting Jokic, Lyles, Beasley, Harris, and Murray. I'm letting Lyles and Beasley know that if they're not playing D, they're coming out. I'm limiting Barton to 20 minutes a game. I would let them know full green light for those 20 minutes, mind you. Millsack, Chandler, Plumlee, Barton, and Harris off the bench. More often than not, Chandler and Millsap finishing the games. If we're flat, I'm bringing Wancho and Manimal for quick bursts of energy. Signed, Lambright.
8: Now, I don't know that I agree with all that, but that is a that is a plan. So you you've been asking, well, what would you do? I, that, there that's you why
7: go. I'm, I'm trying to gather suggestions here. Now, you're basically playing the entire team, Lambright. You're you're basically going 12, 15 deep,
1: right. Which
8: is great. Not going to happen. Who's the guy on this team, though? We talk about how they need the guy that has a little dog in him. Who's the guy on this team that could be that guy, is that guy, has those attributes? I think there's one. The dog? Yeah, the guy who's... The nasty. Somebody on
7: the text I just said, when's the last time the Nuggets drafted or acquired somebody with that nasty? The last nasty they had was a fellow by the name of Kenyon Martin. Correct. Correct. We I talked think on the show.
8: I do think they have a player that's got a little bit of that in him. That's got a little bit of that. Me, let me, let me, losing let me think. Losing their freaking Phoenix. Let me think. I don't know. I think Jamal
7: Murray has a little bit of that. Uh, maybe. Now, he
8: he doesn't like to lose. He's competitive. He's okay. ultra competitive. But there's a big... I I don't know. I think he's got a little bit of it in him. I could see it being developed and blossoming. Mm-hmm. Is he... Have a Kobe Bryant maniacal passion for winning? No. Is he Michael Jordan? No. Truth be told, Jamal Murray looked like a 21-year-old point
7: guard last night. He made a lot of mistakes Fine. in the fourth quarter. He dribbled, 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 dribbled. And I'm yelling at the screen, what are you doing? He, he drove the lane, got caught in the air. Do you know that the Toronto Raptors had 16 block shots? 16. It's ridiculous. You know what that tells me? Guys are jumping and not knowing what to do. They're jumping, and they're just going to the rim just for the sake of going to the rim, not having a plan. Well, when you get your feet off the ground in
28: basketball,
8: you're in thing at, all levels. at any point in his career, though, it was Michael Jordan the best athlete in the NBA? Well, That's a very subjective term. I mean, he, he was a great athlete. I know, but was he ever just, he was like, man, he is the best athlete. Do you remember baby Jordan Harold Miner? Just, yeah. I was going to use him as yeah. the example. Mm-hmm. Harold Miner was
7: as good athlete yeah. as Michael right. Jordan. He was a better thinker, though.
8: Well, and he just, he, it didn't matter if you were playing cards on the airplane or game seven of the NBA finals. He, it was this maniacal passion for winning. Had to win everything. I'm going who's the guy?
7: I'm going to answer your question with another question.
8: And, and what people
7: don't understand about the nuances of basketball is this. If the Nuggets can be so poetic offensively at times when they run the offense through Jokic and they, they just know where to go, right? They, they let them do their own thing. And it looks beautiful. It's beautiful to watch. That intelligence to play the game at that level is something to behold. Why then can they not utilize that same level of intelligence on the defensive end? Why do they look so, so, what's the word I'm
8: looking for? Confused? I don't even know what word They fits. look like a team on the defensive end that's thinking. Exactly. They look like a team that's They're thinking, not playing. And they have no so, idea. So
7: I, I, that's the stuff I can't stomach. How can a team look so good on one end and then on defense go,
8: uh, what do we do here? It's, it's almost like it's gotten overcomplicated for them. And I don't know how defense gets overcomplicated, it, 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 but that's now, what it looks like. And here's like. the question. Is that coaching? Or is that the player? I think at that point it probably becomes a little bit of coaching when it's that many guys that seem confused. They've all been playing defense for 20 years. I don't care if they're a young guy. If, well, 10 anyway. 15. They know how to play defense. They know how to play team defense. I I just think, and here's my John Elway compliment of the day. You know why John Elway was a great quarterback and a great leader and won a lot of football games?
7: Because
0: he t-
8: appealed to everybody on the team. Everybody knew him and everybody liked him. In part. But it's because he's the guy who was wired that the first time someone beat him on his home pool table, he Mm -hmm. sold the damn pool table. Mm -hmm. That's why. That's why. It's not that hard Mm -hmm. to figure out. But
7: see, these guys are competitive to a degree. They're not ultra competitive to where they will eat your children. That's what I want.
8: That's what I'm saying. You got to find that guy. You have to find, and it doesn't matter where he's drafted. It doesn't matter where he went to college. You have to find a guy that is wired that way, that puts it, winning ahead well, of everything. And look so at that Broncos Super Bowl 50 team. I mean, when we talk about the strong personalities in the room. Look at Akeem Khalib. Look at Derek Wolf. Look at Peyton Manning. Look at Demarcus yeah. Ware. It was the perfect combo of competitive as all hell and a little bit of nasty. And, and I don't want to get all violent
7: because uh, don't misrepresent what I'm trying to say here, but I think that competitiveness could have shined many ways last night when Jakob is tearing you up, and you see Jakob coming at you, and you can't defend anybody because they're going on a run.
8: Where, where's somebody
7: put Jakob on his ass?
8: How many times, and I keep using the prime example, but let's let's shoot for the top. How many times during the the height of their career did Michael Jordan's Bulls or Kobe Bryant's Lakers get torched by a rando? It didn't happen as many times in their careers as it's happened in Denver in the last thirty days. That's because you're right. Who's the guy who's sitting there going, uh, we ain't losing to freaking Phoenix, no. or we ain't getting torched by no. freaking Jakob?
7: <laughs> Whatever his name is. Jakob <laughs> yeah, spearing off. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Adam Barris is next.
4: Altitude nine fifty. Sports Station. It's game day for the Colorado Avalanche. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are at home to host the Flyers. Puck Drop is at 8 o'clock with the pregame show getting away at 7.35.
0: Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call.
4: KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. The push for the playoffs. Denver's All-Sports Station, altitude 950. Now, back to Dick Lombardi.
23: We have not been a team the whole year that has called a play call every time down the floor. Uh, We we try to play with freedom and pace and move the ball. Uh, I think that's an area where Gary Harris being out is sorely missed. Not only is Gary the leading scorer, but Gary really embodies how we want to play. Gary and Nicole Jokic, more than any other duo on our team, probably have the best on-court chemistry and synergy uh, with that ball movement and playing side-to-side. I
7: like the music selection on this show, Dan Tanner. I like your playlist. I like your face. A lot of text coming in. We're going to go to the hotline right now Bringing in our uh, resident NBA insider, DenverStiffs.com, Adam Modis. Adam, how you doing, bud?
27: I'm doing great. Enjoyed the interview with uh, you and Coach Malone.
7: What was your takeaway from that?
27: Well, I think there were, uh, you know, a couple of different things. I, I like what he said about how the offense gets bogged down far too often you know they're they're a team that thrives on ball movement and, and kind of this, this using everybody to to kind of score and i think he's he's right in this one point that you know there's that famous mike tyson quote that everybody has a game plan till you get hit in the mouth well the nuggets you know they play this beautiful style of offense but when a team goes on a 60 run 80 run they really do get bogged down and i think the game plan goes out the window and and he put it on guys trying to Study the ship themselves and, and, and try to play a little bit of hero, hero ball. But I, I think it even goes a little bit deeper than that. The team just gets so thrown off of rhythm so easily this season, and, and that's really why they are susceptible to these long runs that teams go on.
7: You know much more about the nuances of the game than I do. You, you do this for a living. You break it down. Can you please explain to me how a team with such high IQ on the offensive end, how, why that <laughs> IQ doesn't translate to the defensive end?
27: I honestly think about this a lot, Vic, because usually you're right. You have, you know, guys that have good feel for the game on one end of the floor, they have it on the other, and and this team clearly does not. Um, You know, they just make some really head-scratching decisions on defense. And last night, you know, I think the Nuggets' effort yesterday was really, really good. I thought, I thought there were, uh, you know, I, I don't think you could put last night's game on effort, but just the focus and discipline, execution and things like that, it hasn't been... They're consistently all year, so it's hard to expect them, even when their back's against the wall, even when they need to get a play, I, I think it's tough to expect them to just kind of figure things out on the fly. The offensive rebounding last night in that fourth quarter, when I went back and watched the film, a lot of it was assignments that got broken down before the shot went up, and then they're just completely out of position to grab those
7: rebounds. Did you have any issues last night with the player rotation Michael Malone put on the floor?
27: No, uh, you know, in, in the second night of a back-to-back, sixth game of a long road trip. They've been on the road for like, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 days already, maybe more, and um, you know, he played Jokic 40 minutes, which is what I think you have to do. When he was on the court last night, the Nuggets actually outscored the Raptors by four points. When he sat, and he only sat for eight minutes. They were outscored by eight points. So it was one of those desperate times, call for desperate measures, and last night he needed to play Jokic as much as he could. Jokic came out for basically 60 second rests, you know, sprinkled in throughout the game cuz that's all they could afford.
7: I thought it was very re- revealing Adam after the game where uh coach Malone and he mentioned it during our interview there. Um he didn't want to point out Jamal Murray, Devin Harris, yeah. Will Barton. He didn't want to put it on the guards, but I will. Um yeah. It's on them. If if Jokic is rolling and we saw him rolling. We you know, he was dominating the game at times. Give him the damn ball. What What are you doing pounding the heart? When I saw Murray dribble, dribble, dribble with the shot clock expire, I about had a baby.
1: Yeah,
27: that was a tough play to watch. Um, and it was a tough sequence to watch, really. The play before that was actually a Nikola Jokic pull-up three with no passes. He dribbled the ball up the court and he took a three. The next play was that Jamal Murray 24-second clock. And I think this is one of the things the team – was good about last year and is not very good about this year, is you got to trust what works for you. And as much as Nikola Jokic had it going, I think he had it going last night because the ball was popping. Guys were moving, and for most of that game, there was good ball movement. And, and Jokic, I don't think he's best when you throw him the ball and just stand there and watch him. I think he's mm-hmm. best when you get people moving. because Gary Harris. Makes such, yeah, he just makes such great quick decisions. So I'm, I don't think when Jokic has it going, they needed to just kind of isolate him. But when you take bad shots like Will Burton and Jamal Murray did, when you hold the ball and dribble it six, seven, eight times in a row without going anywhere, that's when you really
7: disrupt the flow of the offense. Mm. Um, bigger question. And again, I, this is a hard question to ask because I, I sort of know the answer, but I'll ask you anyway. Is Jamal Murray a point guard?
27: Oh, that is a tough question, Vic. Um, I don't think he is, I, I, but I, I don't know that that means he can't play the point guard position. I, I think that the thing that I look at, there's two things that I think he really has to improve. And he's 21 years old. I think he's going to one is just his general basketball IQ. About when you're running the point guard, you kind of have to be the professor on the floor. You have to you have to know everything that everybody's thinking. And I think he has a long way to go there. But more importantly to me, in the especially in the immediate future is. He's got to get better at getting the ball out of his hands in the pick and roll. There was at least a dozen times yet uh, in that game
7: yesterday where so it, many
27: he had somebody wide open so when he threw him into the basket so he didn't see him, and he got a shot
7: blocked so
8: really, many really really hard
27: yeah and and Jokic is so good in the pick and roll if you can get the ball out of your hands and two Jokic in the pick and roll you're gonna score. And unfortunately, Jamal Murray has just really struggled with that over the last month and a half or so.
7: See, I think what's happening, he's so insistent on being one to prove everyone wrong. And I love that quality about Jamal, right? He's always, he's competitive. He, I'm a point guard, darn right. I'm a point guard, but you are what you are. And I think he would shine. He's, I think he's perfect. Get him the ball, come off a pick, stop, pop, let him create that way. I think he's, per- but he's not a point guard. And I, and, and I know it, the the reaction is going to be, even from the Nuggets themselves, well, the modern-day NBA, you don't need your classic point guard. Okay. He's not yeah. a
26: point guard.
27: <laughs> right. Um, I, I, I disagree with that. You don't need a point guard. Because, I, like I said, the thing you do need is somebody that knows how to play the pick-and-roll. This is a pick-and-roll league. You know, everybody runs the pick. The, the Houston Rockets only run the pick-and-roll. It's what they run every single time down court. They have the best offense in the NBA. So you have to be able to make decisions in the pick-and-roll. And I think... Murray is at his best when he's trying to score. And, oh, if you double him, you know, he can find the Mm -hmm. read on it. But when he's trying to just think, you know, trying to be a point guard and he's thinking like a point guard, I think it takes away from what he's good at. Uh,
7: You you make such a good call there. It's not on the coach when Paul Millsap is feeling it, as he did in the third. The coach shouldn't have to yell from the sideline, guys, get the ball to Paul. Every guy on the court should know that, right? The coach shouldn't have to yell and design a play for Jokic in the fourth. Every player on the court should know that. And if they don't, I don't think that's on the coach. That's on the player. That's why I'm so mad today. Coach gets a lot of the blame for something the players should already know.
27: Uh, I'm going to agree and disagree with you on, on, on one point. The Nuggets offense, I think, for the last five months ha- has been pretty clunky. And really since that that, that Clipper game, which is a return of Paul Millsap, in February... You know, we never talked about these issues because they weren't happening. The Nuggets were playing this high powered offense with lots of ball movement. We weren't having these discussions about bad decisions on the offensive end. You know, I think when you cultivate that type of of offense throughout the course of the season, I think guys know what to do. I look at this Nuggets team and it's, you know, seven games left, seven or eight games left in the season. I still don't feel like they know what they're supposed to do consistently on the offensive end. They haven't cultivated that identity the way that they did last year. And, I, you know, I, I'm with you that I don't know if that's more on the players, the coach, or whatever. But for whatever reason, they're at this point and they haven't figured it out yet.
7: I just like the fact that we're having imp- impassioned Nuggets talk, albeit not positive right now. But the fact that it's consistent Nuggets talk all the way through the month of March. Uh, chances yeah. that they can go seven and zero, maybe six and one, but they have two against Minnesota. Six and one could get you there. Seven and seven and zero will get you there. What are the chances, Adam?
1: Yeah,
7: Slim,
27: um, you know, I, I think Philadelphia and Toronto were the two toughest games on their schedule. You, you know, I don't think any of the games coming up are as tough as those two were. Um, but nonetheless, there's a lot of 50-50 game. I mean, I think they're all 50-50 games from here on out. So it's not that Denver should win every game. It's just that they can win every game. So asking them to do that seven times in a row is is really, really tough. So, um I wouldn't count on it, but you're right. The door is still slightly open.
7: Last one, and I have the answer myself, you personally. Are you more upset that the Nuggets may miss the playoffs or that Utah and the Clippers are ahead of them in the standings? Which one
27: chaps you most? <laughs> uh, Utah doesn't bother me because I think Utah is a great team. I like all their people. You know my love of I know, to- I, know my, I know. I came yeah. on your show a year ago and talked about it. Um, so they're, they're not as bothersome. The Clippers, that's really annoying. They weren't a team that was even trying to make the playoffs, so for the Nuggets to miss out there. And I loved your interview with Malone. I thought Malone said a lot of great stuff. The one thing I'm gonna re- I, that really irks me about what he said was, you know, it was never playoffs or bust, and, and we made improvements this year. I think fans really don't like that kind of talk, and I get what he's saying. There's There's a little bit of a point in there. But you have to be, I think, a team that looks at this season and just calls a spade a spade. This is a disappointment if they missed the playoffs, and that was absolutely a goal. And if it wasn't a goal, it should have been a goal. And, and, and I think as much as there are a lot of positives and a lot of good takeaways from the season, if they miss, that's an overarching negative. Mm-hmm.
0: But But
7: did you hear the point he made, though, the 1-1? One, one, it was the one point that sort of was overlooked during that interview. How come they didn't make any moves at the deadline, if that's the case? Everybody yeah. else seemed to.
27: You know, I think that's been a storyline, you know, for the Nuggets for for several years now.
7: And not just by um, not just by addition. I'm talking subtraction sometimes, which helps your team. You know what I'm talking about?
27: I, I I do I do know, and I think even looking going even further back from the deadline, even coming into this season, you know, looking at having two point guards that are 21 years of age or younger and no veterans, I think you look back at that decision, and that was one that probably changes the outcome if if you just have one veteran. And I wonder, that's one question for the front office this year. Going into next season, do they look to add a veteran point guard, a more traditional point guard, a taller point guard? I think that's going to be one of the main questions they look at to, to strengthen this team.
7: Adam, you're the best, buddy. We'll see you later this week at Pepsi Center. Appreciate it, Vic. All right, that is Adam Morris, DenverStiffs.com. It's nine Uh, We've yet to throw out the sugar fix. Uh, Poor Marty, man.
8: I feel bad for him. Plus, abs and flyers tickets in the next 47 minutes here on the Vic Lombardi Show. Skipped a lot of stuff. Well, you were in a passionate mood. My apologies. Well, we had that whole segment where we debated who knew more about soccer. Yeah, that was. I won that one.
7: Thanks for taking us there. I mean, that was was fun. Really worthy stuff today.
8: Instead of I'll giving away win. tickets, you're you, talking about
7: Brandy Chastain taking her top off.
8: Did you Google that Hungarian team from the thirties? <laughs> I'll get right off. Save that for the, the more you know, would you? Isn't that tomorrow?
7: You got the Vic Lombardi show back with the sugar fix right after this. When I saw Murray dribble, dribble dribble with the
4: shot clock expire, I about had a baby. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, crackman and Harris. Coming up
11: Wednesday, crackman and Harris. We will look back on the Nuggets trip north of the border. How did they do against the Toronto Velociraptors? Plus, Colorado State new head coach on the basketball side, Nico Medved, to preview the Final Four and talk about that Rams program. Tune in Wednesday, crackman and Harris.
4: Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Did you know
12: there could be toxic radiation in the indoor air you breathe? It's radon. 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 A colorless, odorless gas that can only be detected by testing. So it's best to test with Ace Radon to find out if you're breathing radiation. It's the only way to be sure.
21: Hi, I'm Jeff Gord, the owner of Ace Radon. There are several radon measurement devices available today. But you don't want to trust your health to an improperly calibrated do-it-yourself gadget that may render misleading results. Instead of wasting your money, trust a radon test performed by an ACE radon certified professional. If you have radon, we can help you take the right steps to clear the air, you, your family, and your pets breathe.
12: Race to ACE for an initial professional radon test starting as low as $50. Just $50 to be sure you're not breathing indoor radiation. It's best to test with Ace Radon. Race to aceradon.com.
26: Find what moves you at the Denver Auto Show, presented by AAA Insurance, April 4th through 8th, at the Colorado Convention Center. Experience the largest new car showroom in the Rockies. See 2018s and 2019 intros from 37 car lines. There are racing cars, classic military vehicles, supercars, even a 9-foot robot. Test drive the hottest models from 8 manufacturers, then go off-roading at Camp Jeep. There's more to do than ever before. Five days only. Sponsored by Public Service Credit Union and the Denver Post. Tickets at DenverAutoShow.com.
21: Kevin Flesch here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident. You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney, and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your debt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886. 303-806-8886. Or FleshLawFirm.com. We're here in the shop at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood. Here's the owner, Jack
12: Farland. Jack, you guys win some serious car awards. What's the latest? Well, we just finished a 1961 Ferrari 250 PF Cabriolet. It won a Platinum Award at Cavallino in Florida. It also won the Best Restoration Award at the show. That's huge. It's kind of like the Oscars for classic Ferraris, isn't it? That's it, exactly. Our restorations do very well at places like Pebble Beach and Amelia Island. So all the other major shows in this like serious car collector world. That's impressive. How long has the shop been around? We've been in business for 27 years, so we've been here for quite a while. And our guys are really the best around. If I look around the shop, I'm seeing Porsches, Ferraris, Mercedes, and some really impressive muscle cars. We do work on many kinds of investment-level classics. We do everything under one roof here. And you have a showroom with classics for sale? That's right. Have a look at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook under
4: Farland Classic Restoration. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
21: One, two, three, uh, my baby don't no mess around because me. she
7: loves me so and this I know show. Good show today. Uh. Very good show. We went to places that uh never thought we'd go, to be honest, but that's the passion of sports. That's that's why I love it. We all want the teams to win, okay? When when Manchester goes off the deep end on the Broncos, it's it's rooted in the fact that he wants the team to win. Now, we have to rein them in at times, but I get it. You want the team to win. And, and same with me. You know, I went deep on the Nuggets today because we want the team to win. It's not a simple solution. And I think when everyone out there is trying to simplify it by saying, oh, I'll just bring
8: in a new coach and everything's fixed,
7: it's not that easy. I don't think it's that easy. I just don't.
8: Well, what's maddening to me about the Nuggets is, and we see it, in these games that they can't close, we're going to end up seeing it as an aggregate over the course of the season. Is they're pretty good, but not good enough. Not good enough. Yeah, they're <laughs>
7: pretty, pretty good. You know, you're right. Here they are in Philly, up by eight and a half, and they're 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 out playing Philly. And you're like, they're pretty good. Yeah. Then the second half comes around, but they're not good enough.
8: I just spent five days in Phoenix watching the Suns randomly and, appear on yeah. TV. Now, that, that was almost my hot take is they have the Coyotes and the Suns. Like, the that two, could be what you have. Yeah. Oh, you were gone five days, which is worse. Teflon? <laughs> hey, <laughs> we tracked your, your vacation, by the way. Yeah. Much like you track Elway. Did you? Oh yeah. We counted for every hour. Okay. Well, I mean, I did work. I was at a Rocky Spring training game. Well, I mean, Elway, Elway signed Jared Valdir while he was on vacation. Somebody from this. Station needed to check it out. I was happy to be the guy. <laughs> Real tough task
7: yes. you had. And then you complained about not having the proper
8: seating Some arrangement. Some guy took your yeah. chair or something or kicked you off the hill. He crowded me on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to get that guy on the show you because know, you, you crowded the wrong you, guy. You man. are so
7: right about that. You know those people who you're sitting in public and they just sit a little too close. Yes. You, you, you got to have that personal space. You know, Tanner does that. Like when he comes in here and he gets really
8: close when yeah. he talks to you.
1: Yeah.
7: I don't want it you that really? close to me.
8: No. No. I shouldn't be able to tell what kind of chewing gum you I, have. I
7: just I'm on like, you're way too close yeah. to me when
8: you're talking. Well he comes in and says, like, Vic, what do you want to bump back
7: for? Yeah, then don't, you're like, you, I you, need, have the, yeah. you have this
8: button you I don't can need use. you on me. You can stay in the other room. I this guy was just daring me to have a fourth inning altercation oh, gosh. on March twenty fifth. <laughs> that would have been in awesome. All right, <laughs> we a disconsider party, but Facebook tell us this story. Come on. Real quick. I mean, th- the story was, we had our spot, it, it, you know, it was us and another family, so we probably had 10 people. Okay. And we had our oh, spot. Oh, so you were that family? Oh, oh God. No, we you had took our up spot. The entire outfield? We, we took 97 no. people to the game Freaking and kids no are get near us. How many kids you want to have. We had our spot on you, the lawn. You and Jesse's family out there? <laughs> we had our spot on the lawn. We're hanging out. We're good. My wife and the boys get up to go get, I don't know, $48 worth of dipping dots or whatever I had to pay for. And, they left their little spot of grass open, but we still had a bag and gloves and things there. And this guy comes up with his tribe and it's like, hey, um <laughs> can we sit here? And I'm like, or is anybody sitting? And I'm like, yeah, they they just went up to go get yeah. dip and die. So you like lay out? They just like yeah. You need to bring like a blanket to yeah. claim your territory. So they just they just sit down. I'm like, well, why did you even ask? Like, did, did you say something or did yes? You, what did you say? See, I kind of like this guy. You snooze, you lose. Yeah. No, that's not how it works. No, that's not how it works. You don't have to yeah. be planted there for nine yeah. consecutive no, innings of a spring training. No, no game.
7: you lay out your stuff and you do it strategically so you have plenty
8: of room. I well, get he it. didn't have a blanket though. He had no, you had nothing yeah, to mark. But your if territory. you put, like, how am I supposed to get a blanket? You know, you know what you do there? Bring a blanket. You take like a your shoes person. off.
7: You put your shoes over here. Your fancy black shorts. That's yes. how you do it. Yes. Yes. You, you flip-flops I get, the it. The bag, I get it. You you yeah. the bag. Yeah. I get all the stuff.
8: This is your boundary. And he, so he asks the question, gets an answer he doesn't like and ignores it and just sits down. I kind of like this guy. You
7: should have thrown hands at at that point, right there.
8: That's kind of my style. Thank you, Vic. When I get an answer I don't like, I kind of just do my own thing. Snowflake right. over here says, "Yeah, you want a little
18: more room?"
5: Yeah, exactly. You
8: want me to buy you a drink? I mean, so you know, and I was like, "Do I really want to be that guy?" I'm, you know, a couple beers no, deep. No, no, that's your boundary. That's your territory. I think you should add two more beers and pick a fight. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been exactly the example my boys needed. Uh, here's what you do: get liquored up and get in a fight. <laughs>
7: Let me read this from uh, Mitch. Vic, just letting you know, I listen in from South Dakota every day. You guys are the only people on earth that can listen to talk about the Avalanche for more than 15 minutes anywhere on this planet. They make the playoffs. I plan on coming down to Denver making it a trip I can't forget. So go Avs. Make these last six games a great stretch and a chance for me to drive to Denver. Sweet time. Signed,
8: Mitch. They also closed the wiffle ball field like in the fifth inning. What are you
4: doing? Sugar! Now. It's time for your morning sugar fix.
5: Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar
1: high.
4: Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories.
1: Woohoo! Sugar slam! Shake that.
4: By the
7: way, there's a guy on the text line who keeps saying, Hey, Vic, he keeps thinking it's me that went to spring training and not you. <laughs> hey, Vic, next time you're at spring training,
8: understand this, blah, blah, blah. It's Manchester. It wasn't me. Well, Vic, according to HW, I was supposed to steal a blanket from the hotel or stop and buy one. Okay, sorry. I would have thought
28: that through. Vic, you should have punched that guy, man. Come on.
8: Yeah. Hold your territory. <laughs> but always me. Well, you guys are the tough ones here. You're telling me, uh, yeah, this is my territory. And I'm like, yeah, bring a blanket next time and the guy won't sit in your territory. Well, I, the end of my story is when my family came back from getting Dippin' Dots, they had a place to sit. Mm-hmm. So all ended well. Did you Go have to get ahead, it up and punch him? <laughs> no.
28: I would have punched that guy and anybody that was watching. Just cleared house. But that's just me. That would
8: have been great material for the show. Manchester gets arrested at Rocky Spring <laughs> Training. You know the listeners would have loved that. Manchester in his suit with a PowerPoint
28: presentation <laughs> on how to
7: sit in the outfield.
28: He was quoted as, as saying, the guy was too close to me, so I popped him. That would
8: have been fine.
28: All right. Derek Carr turning 27 today. Let's not forget the brutal local commercial he did for Oakland or, uh, a Oakland Credit Union. Let's listen to that.
4: Do <laughs>
1: That great ring. you. you. Full minute Earth of him just, that? just there, is dancing around. There
7: is nothing better than bad local commercials. Yeah. And, and, they... and I'm of the opinion you make them as bad as you can because they're more memorable. Agreed. <laughs> you, they have to be intentionally bad. Exactly. Now, if you intend to make it good
8: and then it's bad, whole nother deal. Yeah.
28: Alright, Rick Barry, turning 74 today, obviously known for his granny style free throw shooting. How come these guys that struggle at the line don't try, don't try and switch it up?
7: Cause it looks ridiculous. Is, is it an
28: ego thing? It looks stupid. What if it gets some results? It's stupid.
7: Is there, it, you should be able to shoot normally. Uh, it, it's stupid. And by the way, I don't, I Rick is very surly. I don't know if you've ever interviewed Rick, Rick Barry. Yeah. He is one of the surliest creatures I've ever come across you know, on this earth.
8: You know who is the world's biggest fan of Rick Barry? Rick Barry. Rick Barry. Yes. That's exactly right.
28: Hi, right, Vince Vaughn's birthday is today. Besides Wedding Crashers, One what's One of the, the few guys who denied us for the Doug Modoc. <laughs> believe it or not. Vince Vaughn? That
2: shocked me at Vince all. Vince Vaughn yeah. didn't want to Why talk about Vince Doug Modoc. Why Vince Vaughn Mo? turn you down for the it's Doug Modoc? Me. Go on.
28: All right, Vince Vaughn. Birthday today. Besides Wedding Crashers, what do you guys remember him most? Old school. He's he's hilarious in old school. He's, he's the funniest yeah. character in old school. He's so underrated
8: because everyone thinks of Frank the Tank, you know, and in all his antics. Vince well, Vaughn selling speakers at Speaker City is hysterical. If you
7: want to go way back, Swingers
8: was Swingers, a hell of a movie. Without a yeah. doubt, he's great in that. He's good in Dodgeball too. And he had yeah. a cameo appearance in Rudy. He's What's the Jennifer Aniston movie where they break up? Yes. Is it a break-up? The break-up. It's Breakup. <laughs> it's
1: self-titled.
8: What's that
0: old school movie where they go back to that fraternity? What's it's pretty that, old school. What's that Rudy movie with Rudy?
8: What's that Dodgeball Dodge movie from... where Ben still well, plays I saw this Dodgeball? this Rocky movie. He's funny in that movie, but as always, you know who steals the breakup? Who steals that movie? Jason Bateman is the yeah. realtor. Mm-hmm. He's... Hilarious in that movie. Okay, go ahead. Continue. All
28: right. This day in 1974, the Caps win their first road game of the season, putting them at one and 37 on the road that year. Jeez. They finished eight sixty seven and five. Oh my God! Yeah, wait, was that an expansion wait. year or something? Yeah, it was their very first. Year. What year was this? 1974. You they remembered went well.
8: One and 37 on the road. Yeah. Good lord, that's hard to
28: do. <laughs> that's
8: pretty that's bad. Hard.
7: That's hard. Accidentally, you win like five or six. I've been, My been on goodness. some
8: bad beer league softball teams before, and after the fourth or fifth loss, I'm kind of over it. Yeah. yeah, one in thirty-seven.
25: <laughs> <laughs> Tough to play on that team. I'd say in
28: 1974, a streaker ran across a set of Johnny Carson. Turned out to be one of his writers, Pat McCormick, pulling a bit of a prank on him. You guys ever run into a uh, streaker or an event where a streaker is on the field?
7: I think back. I've never seen a live streaker. No, but who oh, is man. that? Do you, you remember seen a Dead Streaker? Do you remember the uh <laughs> What? <laughs> Just sounded uh. funny.
8: I've never seen a live streaker. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, <laughs> outside of a replay. A dead streaker <laughs> would be kind of weird. I don't know how the
7: physics of that work. Who was the uh Do you remember in the uh, 70s and 80s the very well endowed Morgana? Woman? Yeah, Morgana. She wouldn't streak, but she'd run and
8: run out and kiss yeah. the first baseman. Mm-hmm. Alright, this day, but These, days they, these <laughs> days they tackle her, arrest her. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call her, r- that she was running. Yeah. But. Can you go on with what you meant when you <laughs> described her, or should we move on? You don't know who Morgana
7: is? No, you just used two words that I thought were funny.
28: Well,
8: well and how nailed. else do
7: you want me to describe her? I mean, I, this, you want me to get explicit? This is radio.
28: Go on. How much would you need to, to run across the field naked?
7: I would never do that. That's never, that's like a nightmare. I Every like. man Ooh. has their number. Well, why would I want to run across the field naked? It, what would motivate me to do that? If someone no, tomorrow said, here's no, $10 million. Let me, say, dollars let me say this, let me say this. Because those idiots who do it at the game. No, they are idiots. No I'll give you that. amount of alcohol in the world would ever lead me to make that decision. Why would you do that?
0: Why? For uh, what reason?
8: What? You get to be on the sugar
0: fix. Why? Hell, hell of a, a story.
8: <laughs> a dozen cords lights and, Nothing. A, and 10 grand. Zero. I'd be passed out. Ten grand, huh? Nothing. What what if we added a zero?
7: Nothing would ever. (laughs) I wouldn't do it.
28: What if we added another zero? All right. This day in 1992, arguably the greatest shot in NCAA history, Christian Leitner. And the shot having a 92 hits here, Vern Lundquist.
17: There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up.
28: He was ten for ten in that game. Had thirty one points. Pretty solid Man, night.
8: Christian Laettner was a great, great
28: college player basketball. Did you
7: player. see the thirty for thirty? Yeah, I hate Christian Laettner. Great,
28: very well done. You I, know, it was so the,
7: the perception of Laettner is that he's this well-to-do kid. He actually came from a middle-class family. In worked Buffalo. his butt off. Got to Duke. I mean, he he was a bit of a turd, but I liked him. It reminds me a lot of the guys on the Hungarian soccer team in the thirties. Yeah. I love this from Cuban Benny. Hey, uh, what's that Jennifer Aniston show where they're all friends?
8: <laughs> Good stuff. Well done.
28: All right, and that's it for me, fellas.
8: Hey, what did you uh, leave on the cutting room floor?
28: <sighs> um, the greatest show on earth,
8: Missy T. Barnum, business. 1881,
28: started on this day.
8: Have you seen that movie, The Greatest Showman? No. With the guy from Wolverine, what's his name? Hmm. Come on, you don't know who Hugh plays? Hugh Jackman? Thank you, Hugh Jackman. You haven't seen that? Great that, G- that Jerry Seinfeld show? What's it's, that one? It's a musical, Vic. You would love it. <laughs> Who's that guy? His Names Jerry Seinfeld. He oh, does that show. running guys.
7: out of gas right now. Half hour to play with here. And we, we have, have a ton of tickets. <laughs> oh, we still haven't given out tickets? You still got to do your trivia for our Club Lexus tickets? Qualifying for that? So we're going to, um, by the end of the week on Friday, we're going to announce we have these qualifiers every day. Mm-hmm.
26: And at the end
1: of
7: the week, we're going to uh, reward one guy of mm-hmm. these five. Or gal. Or gal. To shoot on our behalf. He's uh-huh. going to be our, he or she will be our representative at the Nuggets Pacers game. It's a lot of pressure for a chance to win season two. Yeah,
8: and did you hear Moj yesterday talking about how his show's gonna win and he's gonna like scout the competition? Mm-hmm. Like Moj is, Moj is like putting scouting into and, this. And this is where I'd go
7: back into that coaching rant. There's only so much coaching you can do. Either the player can shoot or the player can't. It's all in the player. I would it's agree. not on the coaching.
8: Free throw, free throw, half court yeah. shot.
7: We are not, if you call the show and you can't shoot, you have, don't call. If you have HW's form, don't call. You will not I'm win. The best shooter
8: on this we show. We need shooters. I will play either of you in horse and guarantee I win.
7: You want to put some money on it? Yes. How much? Right after the show. How much? Put your money, how much you want to put on it right after the show? 50 bucks. All right, 50 bucks. We got it right after the show. You got the Vic Lombardi show.
4: This has been your morning sugar fix brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Join Altitude 950 at the Denver Auto Show going
17: on April 4th through the 8th at the Colorado Convention Center. It's the premier showcase of the newest model year. Import and domestic vehicles. Cars, vans, crossovers, and hybrids. Something for every budget and lifestyle. Get your tickets now at denverautoshow.com. It's tax season.
20: There's plenty of ways I could blow my tax return. I could buy the biggest TV I could find. Take a limo ride to the fanciest restaurant in town. Maybe a trip to the casino and put it all on black. Or I could make the right decision and take it to Grand Valley, Auto because tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto. Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing tax time deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change just for stopping by if you mention this ad. Tax time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth in Lakewood. GVA Lakewood.com. Oil change is good for up to five quarts.
4: What will you do with your
12: $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is 1530 an hour, fifteen thirty-eight an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City.
16: Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun.
7: Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C-3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device.
12: Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you had the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out?
17: the number one dot com.
4: Altitude nine fifty, Denver's all sports station. Text us at three zero nine three three to join the show.
7: Altitude nine fifty, giving you a chance to win Nuggets season tickets. You heard me. Not just one game. All the games, Nuggets. Season tickets, courtesy of Western Union. So each show will have a representative at the Nuggets Pacers game on April 3rd. Okay? Our show will have one. Mosier's show on the mix will have one. Every show. We're going to have a qualifier each day. If you can answer the question that I'm about to give you, if you can answer that question correctly on the text line, 30933, first person to answer it correctly, qualifies. On Friday, we will pick one of the five to represent our show.
8: At that game. So getting is a big deal because you got a one in five chance of just going to Club Lexus, stuffing your face with free food, a couple cores light, before the Nuggets and Pacers.
0: All right. So That's the worst you get.
8: The best you get is season tickets. Yes. And what we got I've a been lot of doing, options here.
7: What I've been doing here, since we're going to do this via text, three zero nine three three. First person to answer the question correctly via text qualifies. I've been trying to ask a question that is um Relevant to today's show, something we discussed, something okay. about the show that listened closely. Off the top of my head, I'm, I'm struggling. We talked about so much on this show. Is there anything that comes to mind? Yeah. Any detail? I give yeah. us a question. How about Ask this it one? right now.
8: What does Manchester think is the greatest moment in U.S. soccer history? Great. Okay. So somebody we mentioned who, it several right. times. Very easy. Very easy. First question.
7: The only question. First, Dexter. First texter three zero nine three three, you qualify
8: to become the shooter, the shooter of our show. I was sitting on the lawn at spring training uh and did get referred to by people in the stands or sitting near me as Manchester. Yeah,
7: nice. no, you didn't. Nice. That
8: was fun. Down, Down in Arizona, in Arizona. Wow. Let me let me, let me reference uh, this text from it's
7: one traveling year. with a little bit of a reputation. Here's a text coming in from one two zero three. Hey guys, the season's almost over. Cool prize. Hey, Jakob Smirnoff, that's for next season.
8: That would be a really funny prize. Yeah. Season tickets the rest of the year. Hey, Jakob. All three home games. Jakob. That's next season.
0: Somebody put
1: Jakob on his ass!
7: Uh We have an answer, by the way, on the text line. Man, a lot of people. Oh, my God. Text line is overwhelmed. People listen to the show today. And the winner is, by order, it's 2716, who answered correctly, Brandy Chastain.
8: There you
7: go. You qualify. But we're not done yet. We're giving away tickets to the Avs Flyers tonight. Key game, very key game for the Avalanche. They're a point back in the standings, game in hand on Anaheim, who lost last night. St. Louis won last night. Got to take care of business at home. We're going to give away these tickets the old-fashioned way. Three questions to glory.
4: Any sport.
6: Jokic for three. Got it. nothing but net. Any team. He scores! Nathan McKinnon! Any era. And Elway going
4: for the bomb right at the outset. Goes caught by the field. Touchdown! But there's no time to Google. Oh, man. Three questions to glory.
7: Man, you people know how this works. The phone lines are already lit up. 303-753-0950. 303 950 Call the show. You get three questions. Three questions from us. Any subject matter. Any topic. You get all three correct. You are going to the Avs Flyers game
8: tonight. Uh, it doesn't have to be sports related. You can also do Vince Vaughn. Uh, nobody wants to play that stupid game again. Fletch. Fletch trivia. Oh, my God. That was the longest day of my life.
7: All right. So uh, let's see. Phone lines are already Hot. If uh, somebody drops, gets it wrong, call in. I know it's busy right now, but be the next to call in and we'll get to you. Don't worry. We'll start from the very top. Jeremy, you're on the Vic Lombardi Show. How are you, Jeremy?
26: Great. How are you guys this morning? Very
7: good. What uh, sports topic would you like?
26: Let's do uh, the National Hockey League.
7: NHL. Okay. Uh, I got one for you. That dude for Vegas the other night. Who scored that goal to make it two-one Vegas? What was his name again? Massino? Where did he play? Yeah, where did he play last year?
26: Oh, jeez. I'm having an on-air.
7: Sorry, Jeremy. Thanks for playing. I appreciate it. Thank you. And it's okay. It's okay. It's hard. It's hard. He played for Nashville. It's like when we were trying to come up with those songs. It's tough on the spot. You know, I, the more I think about it, the more ticked off I sort of get about how Vegas is a ready-made playoff team. They got a lot of really good talent, man, and I know why. You know, it was a way to to get rid of payroll. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of teams just clearing salary. You know, that's how Flurry ends up there. But they became a ready-made playoff team from scratch
8: because of that expansion draft. Yeah, it's why. Jared Bednar should win the Adams Award and would get my vote if I was still a professional hockey writer's over that, association member. Over that punchable face guy. Over Gerard Gallant. Hmm. Zach! You're on the Vic Lombardi Show. Zach is up
7: next. What's up, buddy? How's it going, Vic? Very good. Chance to win Avs Flyers tickets tonight. Pick the sport. I'll go hockey as well. Hockey!
8: You want to start? Uh, Yeah, we're going to make it easy. Kind of get off to a good start here. Who's the uh current defending Stanley Cup champion? Pittsburgh Penguins. Very nice. Very nice. A long pause. Uh, who won the Stanley Cup the year before last year? Come on, dude. Pittsburgh Penguins?
17: He's a quick Googler. <laughs> I was gonna say, did, he got, did you get
6: on the Google machine? Just be honest. No, no. Just right. love. Um,
7: a member of the Avs. Just got nominated for one of them, their awards, postseason awards, the Masterton Award. What is the Masterton Trophy for?
3: Wow, I've never heard of it. Um, it's for the best-looking hockey player. Good
7: try. Thank you for playing, though. Appreciate it. It is the best player who exemplifies the qualities of perseverance,
8: sportsmanship and
7: dedication to ice hockey.
8: Wow. That's really the question you asked? The Bill Masterson Trophy? Okay, hold on a second. Hold on. If you're a
7: hockey guy, and you got all these trophies at the end of the year, Lady Bing Award, the Hart Trophy, all these,
8: you should know what they represent. The Lady Bing Award is sportsmanship. This is, I, should I read it again? Oh, no, I've got it in front of me. Perseverance, <laughs> sportsmanship, and dedication. That was worse than Will's. Who, who won the championship before the championship no, no. before the last year? The difference between
7: me and you is I'm I'm giving person a one-answer question. Oh, Lord. It's not a multiple choice. It's was, very simple. Who's
8: the defending champ? Bill Masterson. Good grief.
7: Uh, by the way, uh, March is so played for the Panthers last year. Oh. Not for Nashville. Have we given these tickets away yet? Yeah, so I got that wrong. But it's sorry right, because the caller didn't know
8: either. <laughs> This is going really yeah. well. <laughs> we got have and flyers tickets. That we, we have to unlock Can we do one question minutes. to Glory? How many, do, how many pairs do no, we, no. we get pairs Should we get called here? Everybody
7: just shut up and sure. let's get through with this. Derek, you're on next. Derek, how you doing?
8: Derek! Hello. Hey, how's it going?
7: What's the sport, bud? What do you want?
8: Uh, Rockies.
7: Rockies baseball. Thank let's God. go.
8: Uh, let's see. Uh, how many, or who is the last Rocky to win a batting title?
10: Uh, Charlie Blackmun.
2: Very good.
8: What Rockies pitcher had a meltdown in the first inning in Arizona, the game I was at with my mom?
1: John Gray. Yes.
8: Otherwise known as the wild card game or the game Will went to with his mom. I'd like, like the latter explanation more, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, okay. At <laughs> some point today, <laughs> Victor, <laughs> one of these players.
1: Yeah, he's going multiple choice. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not doing
6: multiple
7: choice. All right. I'm trying to make it somewhat hard because it's the final question. It's got to be somewhat answerable at the same time. Bud
8: Black's hometown? (laughs) (laughs) San Diego. Wow. If he gets it. No,
7: no, that's not the answer. That's not the question. Gerardo Parra. This is now four questions. Gerardo Parra. Where did he play before making the stop here in Colorado? Arizona. Very good. Okay. That easy. Thank you very much, Derek. Winner, winner. Derek's going to the abs game. All now. right. We got it done. See? Sorry to all the other callers who we didn't get to. Phone lines were hot. My apologies. I was wrong on that marches, so he played for Florida. For some reason, I get Nashville and Florida confused in terms of their nicknames. <laughs> yeah, because when I think you Nashville what is? I think Florida. Well, you know what it is? I
8: mean,
7: these warm-weather cities with hockey and they get all intense. I'm like, dude, you live in Nashville. They're
8: all the same to you?
7: You know, Carolina, you in, Phoenix. You live
8: in Miami. What are you doing? It snows in Nashville. What do you Tampa by Bay the way, by the, the way. Lightning. Dick. They have lightning down there. In all seriousness, you I got a documentary you need to watch, Vic. Mm. Oh gosh. It's called Neat. I have breaking news. When it's, you start it in all seriousness? It's the it's like the history of bourbon. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm you'll hear about the winners. Did they tell me I can't enjoy bacon anymore? By the way, Bud Black is from San Mateo, not San Diego, but whatever. You eat okay. that bacon. You're dying. What's the breaking news? No, but I can drink the... I just, I got those, those are your favorite kind of documentary. I just got some information. Okay, Why don't you the, tell us on the other side?
7: No, I'll tell you right now because someone else is going to get it on Twitter before I get it out oh, there. Oh, wow. I want to put it out okay. there.
8: Okay. Truly breaking news. Breaking uh, news.
7: Yes. Traven, uh, the Denver Broncos, according to my source, sources, have traded... For Washington Redskins safety, Suwa Cravens. Wow. Traded. So
8: someone's on the way out.
26: Um, any idea on compensation?
8: Or they may move Justin Simmons to corner. Hmm. Jeff Legwald will be in the studio with Scott and Julie from, uh, 1030 TBD. He'll break this down. Let me write this down real quick on this text.
1: Alright. Mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah.
1: Do you, do you want to do this? Why do you guys break, just
7: go to the break?
8: Yeah, you yeah. got the Vic Lombardi show. We'll tell you yes. about this Broncos trade next on Thank Altitude 950s.
4: Did we really? 950 has another Ultimate Nuggets experience. Here's what we have going for you.
0: Nuggets season tickets. Your chance to win Nuggets season tickets. This is a pretty cool thing. Courtesy of Western Union. The folks are going to get an opportunity. Every show.
24: Every show is going to qualify somebody every single day.
0: For a chance to take part in... In the Nuggets Western Union hometown shot for season tickets. you make the free throws, you go to the three-point line. And if you make that half-court shot,
7: what do you win? The half-court one is Club Lexus season
4: tickets. Ooh. That's crazy. Keep it on Altitude 950 all day to qualify.
24: What I'm learning, Scott, this is getting really competitive. From the
4: only station that gets you this close to your nuggets and avalanche.
24: You've played in the NBA. Our person should win this thing.
4: And I want the winner to come from this show. Altitude 950. Great coaches are
0: leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change. One that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosher from my friends at American Finance. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to a $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started, and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303 That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS
18: 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate.
2: Nick Backridge here from Sus Buick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Sus Buick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Suss Buick GMC selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Suss Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net.
14: Thanks 811 for keeping me safe while I planted a new garden.
13: Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station.
25: Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants, welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers, friendly, expert advice, and family owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300
15: North Broadway in Denver. Hey, this is Jerry
11: from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road?
15: I've always been taken very good care of.
22: Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhausts to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks,
11: Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth & Quincy behind
17: Phil Long.
5: Colorado <laughs> (laughs) Off-Road. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV, with the tiny print telling you why you won't get that deal, or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now, and for great reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business, the promise of a respect full honest experience and yes absolutely a great deal just without the nonsense or the silly games Ram Truck Month has been extended at Johnson's meaning another month of terrific incentives on over a thousand vehicles 600 trucks 350 new Rams 250 new Jeeps each one ready to test drive and take home with special savings experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza you're gonna love these guys north of E470 on highway 85 johnsonautoplaza.com A lot can happen in 50 years.
13: First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs to a new class of mile-high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun because the moments and memories have only just begun.
16: The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union.
4: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
7: Hey, HW, talk a little bit. I'm, I'm typing something. Manchester, what do you got?
8: You so, guys are talking. We're doing a little research, uh, you know, Sue Cravens. Uh, in case he, you missed it, trade Broncos acquired, uh, safety Sue Cravens. 22 years really? old. He was a second round pick in 2016 out of USC. Uh, talented kid, but he was the guy who announced or told the Redskins a week before the season opener last year that he wanted to retire. Uh, did not play at all last year. Um, so, I, I, I don't know that that's safe to say it's baggage, but there's something odd going on. So, Vic broke this live on air just before, uh, we went to break. Sua Cravens to Denver. Vic, it looks like there's a bunch of messy draft compensation yeah. going back and forth, but the reality is this creates some questions in Denver's secondary. Yeah,
7: I'm curious,
8: just from Denver's
7: perspective, why you make the trade. Well, he's a young player, former second round pick who's got a lot of potential. I get that, but what do you do now? with your personnel, does that mean somebody's trade bait? Does that mean somebody moves positions? Does this mean that Justin Simmons can play a little more corner? I mean, he's a, you know, Simmons is the body and the, and the prototype to play both corner and safety. So this gives them a lot of flexibility. Very interesting
1: move.
8: Very interesting. He's also played, he also played some inside linebacker for the Redskins. So you wonder if, hey, maybe they're just trying to, Find some, some combinations where they can have some speed, some more speed at that position. You just hit on something. It's this new age NFL.
7: Um, TJ Ward played that sort Mm -hmm. of combo. Right. Linebacker safety position, right? And when they lost TJ, people said, well, he was, you know, you didn't replace him with the same type of player. Justin Simmons is a different safety. Correct. They're right. Well, maybe
8: Cravens is that type of player now. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I like it from the standpoint of he's a, he's a guy that obviously has a ton of talent. Otherwise he doesn't go 53rd overall. Uh, and you're taking a little bit of a flyer. There's not a ton of risk here. If it doesn't pan out and he still has the personal issues that caused him to miss the 2017 season. Okay. What are you really out? Um, I, I like this move from John Elway.
7: I'm curious because the Washington faithful are quick to point out, Oh, good. He's a quitter. He quit on the team. I'm just curious as to what caused that near decision Correct. to
1: retire. Yeah.
7: Uh, he is, according to Wikipedia, a distant cousin of uh Manti Teo.
8: Before I judge him and call him a quitter, I would want to know why he stepped away when he did. That's a, that's a harsh thing to throw out there.
7: Perhaps he wanted out of Washington so badly that he posed that threat. I don't know. But he's the Broncos' property now. Um, details of the trade are very, very confusing. I Can you explain these details that we've just come across now, how the Broncos engaged in this trade, who they're giving up? Because you said it to me once, and I just glossed over.
8: Adam Schechter breaks it down nicely here. So Denver's trade for former Washington safety Sua Cravens involves five draft picks, but the main one is a fifth-round pick that is going to the Redskins. So essentially it's Cravens for a fifth. Now there will be some jockeying for position and where on the board both teams are, but if we are just trying to lay this thing out for listeners, it's a fifth-round pick for Sue Cravens, essentially Denver and Washington. Right, because three picks are going to Washington, two are coming back. Back here. to Denver, yes. You yeah. know, it's a messier trade than it sounds, but it really is fairly simple. Here's a question I have:
7: What did the Broncos struggle with most defensively last year, the year before that? It's been a problem for this team. What is uh, the one? Thing?
8: Well, a couple of things, but stopping the run and then covering running backs out of the backfield, covering and tight, tight ends. ends. Yeah, so running backs and tight ends. Tight ends, yeah. And I point to the tight end. Maybe this is that guy. Maybe, maybe it's worth a shot. It's worth a shot to see. I mean, John Elway not having a fifth round pick is is not the worst. And one of his fifth round picks is not the worst news. They the had world. too many picks anyway. Come on, they do. Those guys are all were not going to make the team. Eleven, ten, eleven guys. Yeah. Ten, eleven rookies aren't making the team. Ian Rappaport chimes in: A trade that was deep in the works during the combine has been finalized. The only question was if Cravens still wants to play. Dot dot dot. It sounds like Cravens has decided at this point he wants to play. Um, I can tell you from Seems my like source. A flyer, I can tell you from my source.
7: He not only does he want to play. He's ecstatic about playing for the Denver Broncos. Maybe. He wanted
8: out of Washington. Maybe I'll bump into him at the, at Atlantis. Hmm. Somewhere on the
7: beach. Maybe, maybe in the outfield in Scottsdale. Uh, Out on the lawn? Could be. What if that was Sue Cravens I wanted? I mean, if you're
8: getting recognized on the lawn, I wonder if Teflon John would get recognized on the lawn. No
7: doubt. Says here he had some concussion issues last year as well. Yeah.
8: So, you know, you never know if that may have led to him wanting to retire too.
4: Fact checker, please. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry, that's not right. In today's fact checker. All
28: right, James, you wanted to know the last guard to be drafted in the top five that went well. I don't know how you forgot about Leonard Davis in 2001. A three-time Pro Bowler was taken by the Cardinals with the number two overall oh,
8: pick. Okay, so it's been fifth No, sorry, 17 years since somebody was since a guard was drafted in the top five. Okay, uh, that's correct. How many that turned out well? Uh, bet there's been some that haven't. But okay.
28: Three-time pro bowler, but, you know, okay. Uh, Vic likes to make fun of Will for saying the word lit 90 times per show, but uh, let's listen to how he closed the bed in our interview.
7: Going to be live and lit, as they say at Pepsi it's Center. That's so, um, so embarrassing. I can show you that as didn't the kids say,
8: say, but you were you uh, were uh, he was in the ballpark, right? I was pretty proud of him. It's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed. It is going to be lit tonight. What
28: What uh, part of Pepsi Center will not be lit tonight? I'm embarrassed to be alive today. <laughs> You're just talking like the kids talk. Don't be embarrassed. All right, and the least shocking story of the day, we got a classic Manchester moment at 7:25. Let's listen.
8: <laughs> that was my hot thing. I went to Arizona and discovered I was right, which I knew would shock both of you. All right.
28: <laughs> Boy, do we miss that the last two days? Uh You done? That's it. Thank you. Fire us up. Our fired up finale today.
4: This, we're gonna be here all day, baby. It's the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. But you know what,
7: else I'm might just, make I'm the just list? trying to tell you the pool of competition, the reason why it doesn't resonate as much with me, I'm more of a soccer fan than you are. So I understand how hard it is for the U.S. men's team to do what it did you to get to the know court. that you're not a bigger soccer fan than I am. I, I guarantee I know more soccer than you do. <laughs>
8: <laughs>
17: you want to okay. go?
7: Okay. You want to go? You uh... want to go or not?
17: Maybe
8: the dumbest you-know-what contest in the history of this show. We spent a good half hour <laughs> debating that soccer point. I'm going to bring in that book about the 1930 Hungarian soccer team. Again. Did you know Landon Donovan scored against Algeria, not Ghana? Yeah. He point. didn't score against yeah. Ghana at all? Point for your boy. He scored against Ghana, too. Wow, he scored the famous goal. Either way, the most famous moment in the history of United States soccer mm-hmm. was Brandy Chastain's game-winning right. goal. A lot of people Joe probably yeah. scored against... uh I don't know, the Blues in his career, but his goal against the Devils was a little
7: more famous. Beating Mexico on not one but two occasions, pretty memorable. Oh, yeah? Beating Mexico in Mexico? I about had a baby.
8: What are we getting the more you know tomorrow for opening day? Yeah, what are you going to do? Tomorrow is the first day of the baseball season. I will provide some history and some insight uh, about America's pastime. Soccer. Baseball.
7: All right, very good. Uh, Hmm.
8: Up next, Scott Hastings...
7: Working solo, because Julie's out, right? hmm So Scott's going to have Jeff Legwald in studio. More on that uh, Sua Craven's trade. More uh, you need to know about him. And Earl Boykins, also in studio from 12 to 1. Uh, if you missed the Michael Malone or Jared Bednar interviews, good stuff from both coaches. Uh I highly recommend you go to our website to tune in on that. I'm sure you'll hear more of those interviews later this afternoon. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you at the game tonight.
0: Somebody put
7: Jakob on his
4: ass! Altitude 950. Denver's All-Sports Station. It's game day for the Colorado Avalanche. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are at home to host the Flyers. Puck drops at 8 o'clock with the pregame show getting away at 7.35. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. Altitude nine fifty, rewind. Rick, I'll ask you this:
23: not one thing we've done as a team and an organization this year has signaled to anybody that this is a playoff or bust year. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't go out at trade deadline and sign. Man, we got to sign this guy to make the playoffs. We are still developing and trusting our young players. And as frustrating as it is at times for me, for you, for the fans, I get that. If we happen to not make the playoffs this year, as long as we are continuing to improve. And that's all I care about. Every year we've been here, we have improved. We have 40 wins, which matches last year's total, seven games to go. And uh, as long as that players are getting better, we're moving in the right direction. That is all I care about. And hopefully that does lead to a playoff result this season.
4: Oh. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. The push for the playoffs. Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude nine fifty. Live from the altitude nine fifty studios. Scott Hastings, Julie Browman, Woo! Hastings and Browman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption.
15: I manipulate. 10 02 at the time here on uh, Altitude 950. Scott Hastings with you coming through the magic of the Wi-Fi. Live from Canada. We are doing live broadcast back in Denver, Colorado. I am traveling with the Nuggets.